All right, James, you start. <laughs> Go. Okay. Go. James. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Gosh. Hey man, we can't oh. have dead air on the podcast, man. We can't have dead air on the podcast. I'm not trying Jeez. to. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to edit this thing all night. <laughs> oh man, it is episode 44, the last episode of the Rawcast for 2021. Uh, joined with, uh, I'm your host Stark Wyvern, uh, Stark Wyvern Gamer, on uh, most areas or Starkey, um, writer, editor, pod, um, podcast host. For the Real Talk with Gamer, uh, joined by the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Andre Tipton, and our best friend ever, Shadow Ends. What's up, everybody? What's going on, people? What's going on? So Thank it's you. crazy that we're uh, right now, right now we're recording this podcast, and it is about like three to four hours, you know, away from 2022. So we decided we should just drop a, a you know, get this new, this next podcast up. Um, Sort of a part and one kind of. We will not be like as long winded as normal. No. We will. We will it, okay, we might not be quite an hour, but we might be a little over. But we're gonna try to. We're gonna try to cut it down pretty quick. So. Not to four. Not to three. <laughs> no, we're not trying to do three hours. I'm not trying to do that. So no. I still have to go to work tonight. So. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on, no. people? What's been going on, fellas? I am working too much. Playing any good games? Playing any good fun? Or just working, Shadow? Is that it? Just, just working. You know what it is? December was a, a pretty bad month. A lot of people uh, connected to the company in some way or another have passed away. Oh, wow. Uh, none of them due to COVID. You know, like a, a customer's dad, he's a federal judge. He passed away. Um, my business partner's father-in-law, he passed away. And, like, <clears throat> both my business partner... His wife is our finance director, so like now I had to take over two other executive roles while they were dealing with the funeral stuff. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so I've just been working like eighteen-hour days every day, all of December. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, sleeping only a few hours. Thankfully, it's like easing up, but I don't know if that's just fake because of Christmas and New Year's. We're gonna see January. I'm expecting it to be a little hectic. This weekend, however. I do plan to catch up a little on my Animal Crossing. Um, I plan on doing more Far Cry 6. I'm hoping by now the the next DLC came out. I'm really enjoying Far Cry 6. Like the first DLC with... Um, with Voss. Voss. Yeah. Voss Monterezzo. Yo, that DLC... Let, let, me, let me just say this. I don't know if I've talked about it before. I, I don't... So. I don't... Like, I'm always hesitant with anything rogue somebody says rogue something unless it's rogue from x-men i'm backing away from it you know what i'm saying like death loop i was the most skeptical cat for the longest time because i i used to hear rogue 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 but then i was reading later death loop is not really rogue anything so it's not no uh, i ended up picking that up on disc by the way which is good i'm happy about that but um you gotta play that hey, but, hey, play but, okay but before you get into that um okay so <laughs> I almost picked up Far Cry 6 at GameStop the other day because it was like twenty five dollars. Yeah, it was. It's been cheap. Hey, it if you get it, thirty dollars. Is, is it is it worth getting? Is it worth is it worth picking? Because I don't know. I'll probably play with whoever I'm like my buddies, and then I'll probably even play the story for like another year. 
<laughs> oh, that's pretty good. It's it's a big, you know, it's a Ubisoft game, so there's a lot of like um crap. Yeah. There's a lot of crap. It's a lot of like, you know, treasures all over the map and all these little icons and a lot of BS and... that you don't really want to deal with, but like you <laughs> Yeah, should. a lot of stuff that can keep you distracted if you want It'll it. It'll be to. like, oh. Yeah, you know, but you like a you nightmare need... for a completionist for sure. Yeah, but it's, it's not. not it's got so much. Um, right. Dre, what is your Far Cry experience so that I could say something accurate about six? Okay, the only one I haven't played was five. Good. I've, I didn't I've got I've, I've got five, and I just it just sat on my shelf. I think I played four a little bit, but the original three first th- three I played the hell out of. Okay. Cool. I actually love Far Cry 2. It grew on me. Yeah. I, I, at first, I was like, why is my gun breaking? Why do yeah. I have malaria? But yeah. then, actually, I ended up appreciating Far Cry 2. Um, Far Cry 3 and Blood Dragon are my favorite. I Far did Cry like 4, 3, though. I did like 3. I, I really like 3. Yeah, I, like the, I, got, I got Blood Dragon. I got Blood Dragon with uh, the Ultimate Edition of Far Cry 6. Yeah, I, I downloaded Blood Dragon, but let me say this. I never beat it on PS3, so I think what I'm going to do first before I touch it on PS5 or 4 or whatever, I'm going to do the one on my PS3, get the platinum, and then I'm going to do the one on the, on the, on the current job. Oh, look at you, overachiever. Nah, just, just, just out of like respect. Because I originally bought Blood Dragon because they hired my man Kyle Reese right. <laughs> Bind, right. um, to do the voice acting. So... And then the whole vibe of the game totally is like up my alley. The, the 80s like cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, I was digging that. Yeah, that's my jam. Um, Far Cry 5, the gameplay aspects and improvements of it are nice, but that whole story, that world, I want nothing to do with it. This whole Montana religious cult. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, nope. it's a little. Mm-hmm. I never got New Dawn because I didn't like the story of 5 and I felt the ending was insulting. Um, all of the endings, even the secret ending, I felt was insulting. Apparently, the secret ending is the canon ending. I don't know. Right. That's what I heard. But I liked three. Really liked three. I, like, yeah. I have it. I had to get some European physical edition of Far Cry 3 for PS4 because it wasn't available in the US. Um, so I have three on, on like PC, PS3, Xbox, you know, like whatever. Right. Far Cry 4, I enjoyed that as well. And I actually really enjoyed the story. I can appreciate like that Himalayan, you know, like India, you know, that kind of stuff, like mountain, you know, like with the tigers and whatnot. Like I can appreciate that kind of environment and world. And the story was pretty dope, you know, with with Pagan Min. Um, I thought that was pretty genius. They had Troy Baker doing doing the role. Um, So that was really nice. And I like the story about like spreading your mom's ashes and whatnot. Um, So I really liked four. I still liked three better because the story for three, it's like I get to play as James. Yeah. Um, and that, like, so if I play three, then I- I'm imagining the protagonist as James. And then I'm imagining myself as Voss. And so I like, to me, that's fun and funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt like they did Voss a little dirty story wise. Like it didn't make sense in the beginning. You know, and it still don't make sense, but the way they handled it now on Far Cry, first of all, Far Cry 6, number one, it is the most casual, friendly, like, you don't have to break your back if you don't want to. But if you want to, you could do it because (laughs) Ubisoft's accessibility settings are amazing and I love them. Like, I ain't got time 
to play veteran mode video games no more. I don't have 6,000 hours of my life to burn away. I want everything on easy. I throw all the colorblind mode and all of this stuff because I want to see through <laughs> the walls. I want to see all the treasures. Like, give me, I want to, I want to see all the, the captions of like enemies spotting me and, and, you know, animals approaching me and stuff. Yo, give me all of that. Give me, give me, I don't care. Um, and, and in co-op, that game is a lot of fun. It doesn't have synchronous progress on co-op. So whoever, like whoever is further ahead if they're hosting, then the co-op partner can reap the rewards, but they won't gain the story progress out of it. Um, but it's fine because there's like so much to do in the game. Like I, I think I overpowered myself in that game when I was still like on the first, you know, like area, basically. Like, gotcha. like, like there's there's an introduction tutorial area, and then you leave to like the main island, which is divided into like three major sections. But like the first major section, like I, like I went and collected every single little treasure box and this and that, and then I started like you know building up my uh, equipment and my abilities and stuff like that. And I like the way they did things in that there's no more like skill tree; it's all tied to your gear. So oh, okay, you get to find better gear that has different stats to it. So I use two primary gear sets, and they make it easy that if you have multiples of a gear set. Instead of equipping them one by one, like your head, your arms, your feet, you can just hit the uh, hold square and it'll equip that whole set if that's what you want. So one set is that I use for traveling. It's the parkour set. The other set is based on like a middle level side mission story, which is like, I don't know, an hour, an hour, half long. It's a couple of quests and it got you going to each major section and doing like platforming and like hard cave diving you know okay um but the rewards are amazing like you get you get basically like the best stealth gear set and you probably get one of the best if not the best amigo um so that's really cool so you have animals in this game that were act as your companions (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is my buddy's my buddy's problem he was playing he was streaming it the other day shouts out to arcadius I gotta put him. I gotta send him a thing. Um, he kept his horse kept like falling off cliffs and stuff. Yeah, the game could be a little glitchy. I actually recorded a little video. I it was from fell, like two or think, three patches ago. I think he fell through the 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 world one one time or something. It was something weird. like that happened to me. Like I was running up a hill. I had a horse there, and horses are just another vehicle. You know, right. there's a different station you can go to and then you could load any horse that you unlock and you can ride it. Different horses have different like speed and stats and stuff like that. But honestly, like I slept on the horses, really. I mostly did everything on foot because you're more likely to find collectibles on foot. A horse, you might be moving too fast and the thing will show up on your minimap and then disappear. So if you're on oh, foot, dang. you're more likely to see those on your minimap. Um, so the collectibles are, you know, the collectibles are like a way of Ubisoft to try to get money. Because either you could load on your computer some guide, which is the smart thing to do, or if you just want to be lazy, which is all right, you could pay Ubisoft like ten bucks, and it'll it'll populate all the collectibles on your map without you having to manually go find them. It's a really? big map. It's a huge map. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that map yeah. is massive. Massive, bro. It's like I don't know, five massive. times bigger than Far Cry 3's map. Damn. Um, 
Yeah. But I like having a crocodile as my, my, my buddy. Yeah, so the first amigo you get is a crocodile. And each partner, each little buddy you get is like a different type. So like the crocodile, he's the aggro uh, like tank. You know, like he, you will literally okay. like, 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 honestly, you'll you'll be sitting there and suddenly like you'll hear like a scream and you'll look over and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Can't be stealthy now. <laughs> honestly, the best thing for having the these animal amigos is basically having to deal with wildlife. So if you if you trying to hide in the woods and some predator type is coming at you, your amigo will start roaring at them and maybe even attack them or whatever and keep them off your ass. So that's like, a like, cool. Legion puppy. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yeah. And, well, and my gameplay style, wait, 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 really what? also, Dre, it depends your gameplay style. My gameplay yeah. style is stealth. Ninja right. tactics. Like, I play every game as if it's Tenchu on the PS1. <laughs> so I, I got it kind of easy in that I was playing with my buddy at first and I had like garbage weapons. I was still starting out, but I did some kind of side quest with him where one of the rewards was a custom bow, which was like almost the best in the game. And I had that at like starting level. So after I got that bow, that was like the only thing I used after that. Um, and that's pre pretty much how I rock. And so later you can unlock different amigo types where you know, you can get like the aggro types and then there's two, or at least I have, because I have the gold or ultimate or whatever, you know, you know, the big addition of the game. And I was able to get this like cybernetic dog, which was like connected to blood dragon. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And that dog is a stealth type. And he's also, he's also got protection against poison and fire, which are actually pretty damn brutal in Far Cry 6. But if you got the game set to, I think it's like story difficulty. That's like the easiest mode. You could you could just sponge bullets all day and you'd be fine. Okay. Um, and so that dog, the the blood dragon dog, I was yeah. using him the most at first because if he's walking around somewhere and you're trying to like scout a base with your camera to like put markers on your screen, um, if you tell him to go somewhere or like attack somebody. If there's a camera or an alarm system next to him, he'll mark it on your map for you or Damn. on your screen. So then you know, oh, boom, bet there's an alarm over there. There's a camera. I got to take it out, whatever. But then once I did that stealth side quest, it's it's a little bit more mystical. You get like a jaguar or a panther, but it's mm -hmm. like a ghost. And that's like the ultimate stealth animal. He doesn't have protections against poison or fire, but his stealth is amazing because i've honestly like there would be a group of like three dudes kind of near each other and i'll tell him to go take one out and he'll do it without alerting the other guys and that helps me i basically like i took all the bases in the game all on stealth no alarms no detections like i did i did the ultimate stealth for the whole game that's um, incredible wow and that's how i do it like i'll have him take one guy and then when i see him approaching my, my partner i'll use my bow and i'll go cap the other guy um and, and the benefit to that, when that specific amigo kills somebody, it'll automatically, if that enemy were to drop something, you'll get you'll get it no matter how far you are. And it makes the body disappear. The body goes up in smoke. So oh, that wow. way other enemies don't detect a dead body on the ground. Because nice. if they see a dead body, they'll get alerted. You know, it's like Metal Gear. Right. Uh, it's 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 very casual friendly. Far Cry 6. It's very accessible, and you could control how accessible or how hard you want it to be, which is great. Um, and it's 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 like it's less stressful, but like, and the story is engaging, 
So the game is so open. If you wanted to, you could try your luck and go get the best weapons in the game right in the beginning. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, a, it's a fully free open world. Um, they have like limits oh, to like flying, for example. There's like anti-air missile or uh, guns all yeah. around the island. There's like, I don't know, 26 of them. Yeah, and like- you got to take them out with an explosive, you know, one by one. It's like a side objective. So I did that. That was like the first major thing I did is I took out every anti-air because the, the my favorite thing is go flying up in a plane or a helicopter, diving right out and just landing. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't waste my time walking sometimes. Um, I'm about to go get this. Let's see. What are you playing it on? PS5? PS4? Yeah, I got it on PS5. Yeah, PS5. I also have it on PS4. I just haven't installed it yet. I have both of <sighs> I want to get it on Xbox though. I don't like have, playing games. Uh, I, don't have I like playing. I like playing games like that on Xbox. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a series yet. And I also don't have Xbox Live. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, I might get it on PS4 then. That way I can stream it. You can't stream on Xbox. I can't. I don't have my computer set. My computer's in a whole different room. Wait, hold up. Explain to me streaming on Xbox. Because the last time I turned on my Xbox One, which is a, a Quantum Break Xbox, original Xbox One, yeah, I was playing Crackdown yeah. 3, like the day it launched. Oh, damn. You like me. I, I, I still play Crackdown 3, actually. So Crackdown 3 is I mean, I liked Crackdown 3. It was exactly what I wanted. It was Crackdown 1 and more yeah, of it. Right. So I was like, bet, I'm happy. Um, You were able to use it if you had Mixer, but Mixer doesn't exist anymore. Mixer was actually their in-house uh, streaming platform. Xbox doesn't have an in-house streaming platform anymore, so you have to run it through your your they don't Elgato. Have compatibility with like Twitch? Nope. Not wow. like not, not like PS4. I oh, remember PS4. PS4 like I had a UStream account. Yeah, PS4 goes straight to you can use your PS4 and go straight to uh, yeah you can Twitch you can it right to your Twitch Twitch or YouTube. Yeah, why can't Xbox? Do? That's weird. Xbox, yeah, because they had because they partnered with Mixer when they first started. And Mixer got fucked because you know. Yeah. Was Mixer the joint where where Ninja first left Twitch for and then he came back? Uh, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then now everybody's not everybody's leaving Twitch and going to YouTube or Facebook. And really? I heard, <laughs> I heard Facebook, Facebook, um, pays the checks. They Facebook pays you. Mm. Well, and, Facebook, and Facebook and Facebook don't and Facebook don't play with the money. Yeah, that's smart. Well, yeah, they make a lot because, of money. Yeah, Facebook's money. money strategy is all about the data it gathers and less about the direct money up front. So I can see them wanting to get no, like like if you're yeah. if you're on YouTube if you start streaming on YouTube and Facebook gaming at the same time, you get paid from Facebook gaming a lot faster. Well, YouTube used to pay yeah, uh, they used to. until they changed, you know, all of their pricing structure drastically. Yeah, it took. Uh, so I well, mean, the same thing might happen with Facebook in time as well. I don't know. People, I don't. I don't know. People are people are uh, people who are doing uh, anybody who's creating content, whether it's a comedian or a streamer or anybody doing videos or, or sketches online. They put them on Facebook and YouTube, and everybody I know who's getting who gets any kind of revenue from any of that stuff is like Facebook is Facebook's paying. That's what's and, up. And, hey, and make Google, that money. And Google and Google's on some bullshit. <laughs> make that money, people. They say Google's on some bullshit. Like my buddy, <laughs> my buddy's been streaming. He's been he's doing he's a comedian. He's been putting his clips up for for like two years. He put them on Facebook. He got he got like a like like four thousand dollars the first year. That's what's up. He hasn't gotten a dime from Google yet. 
Wow. It's been like yeah, I years. think YouTube yeah. the way they do it, you have to make a certain amount first before they pay out. Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah, have to reach yeah. certain no, like thresholds. They, it used to be a threshold. It used to be like a hundred dollars. Right. And then, again, they now changed all a, of that. Now it's a thousand. They used to pay you like a dollar for every thousand views you got way yep. back in the day. Yep. They don't do that anymore. Now it's like you you're lucky to get, get a dollar for a million views. You have to get it is not even about the views, it's about the subscribers. Oh, is that how they're generating the money? YouTube's now? about the subscribers. I'm like, really? Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. why everybody's on the click the bell and 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 hit like and subscribe. Yeah, everybody's on everybody's on the subscription oh, thing. Lord. Subscribe, yeah, because it's it's about the they can they can subscribe to these nuts though. I mean, I, I <laughs> it's the it's the most annoying part of every video, but the I get people, it now. The people that I that I mess with that I really rock with, I subscribe to them because I I like their stuff. But there's occasionally, man, I'll, I'll watch some people. I'm like, nah, I can't. I, I like this one video and I can't watch it anymore because it's just, yeah. Um, what else are you playing? Oh, I, I didn't even, I was kept talking so much. It's Far Cry. So number one, yes, I endorse Far Cry 6. I think it's a great game. And I, I, usually, get it on I usually like to turd on Ubisoft because I, I find them to be similar to EA. But, yo, they did a great job with Far Cry 6, honestly. Straight up and down. Respect to Ubisoft for that. And then with this DLC. So this is this is the whole point I was trying to make. This Voss DLC, right? This is like a rogue mode where basically you get a, a completely separate island and it's tied to Voss. And the way it works is that if you die, you got to start again from scratch. And probably if you get good at it, like I completed the hardest difficulty in like 30 minutes. Um, Like I just breezed through it. But I beat it a few times and I never died. You know, I started on the easiest difficulty, got familiar with how it works and like got over my initial fears and hesitations about any rogue stuff. Um and then I got good. And I decided to play that before I even learned Far Cry 6 itself. So that kind of gave me a handicap. Like, yeah. if you learn how to play Far Cry 6 and understand its gameplay mechanics, you'll be much better equipped to play, like, the Voss DLC or, or the other DLCs. Um, but the story was really dope on the Voss DLC. It's a, it's a completely different gameplay type because of the whole rogue stuff. Right. Um, and it's a lot like mystical and trippy um but again it's like you get weapons and you can have one you know each category weapons and then you can you can get better versions of them and so the higher difficulty you play the better rewards you get okay and you could do it in co-op and again props to ubisoft if you have the dlc or if your buddy has the dlc you can play co-op even if the other person does not have the dlc damn if the host has DLC, anybody can play. It's nice. really, really consumer friendly, and I love it. Um, so, like my boy, he doesn't have the DLC, but he plays with me. Right. When we do the DLC together. Um, and so, like I did the Voss one. I got all the trophies. The story was amazing. There's a secret ending if you beat the hardest difficulty on the Voss DLC. I'm not gonna spoil it. If you want to watch it, you can YouTube it. Um, and and that ending really made me feel a lot better with with how Far Cry 3 was treated for Voss. And it just gives me hope. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But that DLC was good, and it really warmed me up to this idea of, like, rogue stuff. Because I hate dying. 
and I hate restarting, and it like takes me back to PTSD from like Ninja Gaiden on the NES with them damn bats and birds and stuff like that. Oh but yeah, I never died in it. I played very carefully. Like my first playthrough on the Vos DLC, um, I think was like six hours long. To, to beat it initially on the because I played it so slow. I was turtle pacing the whole thing. I was being very careful and cautious because you're weak as hell when you first start it. Like you could get killed real quick. Um, but if you play careful, then no, because you could do takedowns and stuff like that. And with the Voss stuff, you can buy skills. So there is kind of like a skill tree on the Voss DLC, and you just buy them with currency. You get currency okay. for killing people. For opening treasure chests and stuff like that. So you can make yourself better and stronger. And and also what you could do is there's different like safe rooms. You can go in there. You can save the game and quit. And then the next time you start all your all your like collected progress, your money, your weapons, you don't lose any of it. Nice. If you die, you do lose your cash that you're holding in your pocket. But you get to keep your weapons and upgrades that you bought. So really, it's not too punishing if you die. Okay. I just don't like to die. I'll get you. But the story's really good, man. With Voss and Citra, I really, really appreciated it. I enjoyed it a lot. And it basically reverses the story of Far Cry 3 in a way. It shows you, like, in Voss's head, you know... I, I, what's the protagonist's name in Far Cry 3? Any of you guys know? Oh, crap. Can't think of it. Jason. That's what it is. It's oh, Jason. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why I always call him James, yo. Because that's like that's Stark Wyvern right there. With his, <laughs> you know, with his hair and all that. Like I could see that I could see that being I could see that being James. But anyway, it like a couple of really iconic scenes from Far Cry 3, you'll see them in this DLC, but the reverse of it. Where okay. instead of Voss asking Jason, you know, have I ever asked you the definition of insanity? It's Jason asking Voss. Like they just flip roles, and it's so funny to to see that. Um, and like some of the enemies, like it's kind of like like I said, it's kind of mystical. So some of the enemies on the harder difficulties are actually versions of like Jason and Citra that you got to kill. So I didn't really care for killing Jason because I don't like killing characters I play as. But other people might have liked it if they didn't like Jason, found him to be annoying, whatever. Um, so that was cool. That was dope. Really love the DLC. So I'm excited about the Pag and Min DLC, which, you know, it downloaded a big update and it loaded trophies. And I'm, I've just been waiting for it to come out, but I haven't checked in a couple of weeks. So I don't know if it's out yet. The Joseph, the Joseph huh? DLC. And then there's that last one, the last DLC. The last one is tied to Far Cry 5. So you're gonna be if like, you haven't hmm. played Far Cry 5, it won't make as much sense to you. But I, I assume all three play similarly because their trophies are are worded similarly like score based money based yeah so i'm assuming it's a similar you know rogue type you know buying all you know buying your upgrades and this and that but i enjoyed it and it's even more fun in co-op it's great i love playing far cry games with a buddy it's so much fun just jumping on party chat and just like like and, and like my one buddy i play with he's the opposite i'll be in the cut trying to stealth I kill like two or three guys. Meanwhile, he's already up in the base, fifty guys on his ass. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I end up doing that. And then like he's like about to get killed, and then I gotta like help snipe the people on his ass. I try to be stealthy, and then like I mess up, and I go fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> See that, and that's that's what I like about stealth 
is that like I try so hard not to fuck up that it's so rewarding when I actually don't. Oh, if yeah. I fuck up, I, I run away. So I have gone to bases where I would make a mistake and then I would like jump in a helicopter and fly and be like, nope, I'm going to try that base tomorrow. I go completely the other side of the island and make sure that shit resets. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I'd be like, y'all stay over here. I'm going to go over there. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pick it up then. It's only like twenty five for twenty six ninety nine. Oh, look at Andre picking it up. No, I picked. No, I'm gonna get a. I got. I had to order. I had to sell. I had to go to PlayAsia again, even though I swore I wasn't gonna buy any more games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so well, no, because um, I told you I went. I told you, dude. I told you. I told you about uh, Esperade for Switch. A couple about a month ago, right? They shoot. Yep. They shoot him up. I bought it for sixty dollars. The game is now a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one that's got dude, like the, the initials so or whatever? It's like Escalade, yeah. like AGE. Oh or my god, it's so dope. Yes, it's so it's yeah. one of the best. I it's still a, have to take it out the box. Dude, it's so good though. It's so good. But anyway, so uh Death Smiles one and two uh dropped physical. I didn't want to buy it on Switch on physical, but um uh I didn't want to buy it, I didn't want to buy it, buy it digitally, so I bought a physical. It's only like forty nine bucks. Um and then Cotton Rock and Roll came out. The, Cotton uh, the, Rock and Roll? Cotton Rock and Roll is the new arcade game that came out in Japan. Like, like it's summer. an actual machine? No, I mean, the the game is it's a port of the arcade version. Got it. For Switch. And um, what sucks is I thought, oh, yeah, it's Play Asia. I paid a little extra for shipping. It's going to be here in five days. Nope, Cotton's on, Cotton's on back order for another week. <sighs> So it won't be out here until I think in the January or something. So I'll get in the cut in a week or so. But but it's it's a if you look it up, it's Cotton Rock and Roll is dope. It's it looks so good. Uh, but Death Smiles, I'm just I had to get that. So I mean, I'm learning so much. I never heard of Death Smiles. Death Smiles is dude. Death Smiles was originally Death Smiles. Well, I think Death Smiles is actually the first shoot 'em up on the 360. It's the first cave shoot 'em up on 360. So was it, was it before the uh, when they when they re-released Radiant Silver Gun on 360? It was before, well because Radiant Silver Gun never came out physical, so it's the first physical. Oh right, right, right. It's the Radiant first physical. It's the yeah, first. Actually, it's the actual first cave shooter on 360, I think, because Death Mouse, I got the limited edition. It came with a faceplate. This was the old 360. So this is how this is how far that game goes back. Um, but yeah, they finally released Death Mouse two. Uh, I think two years ago, and yeah, you can't find those games physical. I mean, I think they're physical in Japan, but good luck finding those. Mm. But then they released all the other ones in Europe and in Japan physical, and they're $200. Those games are expensive as shit. They're, they're, They're high as hell. It's ridiculous. But you can get them all digitally. So, I mean, you can get like Donan Pachi. Um, those are, um, those are easy to get, but yeah, but yeah, Cotton looks amazing. I saw an arcade clip on that. They basically ported it directly from the arcade. There's a couple extra modes for the console versions, but yeah, it's it's dope. Um, shout out to PlayAsia for those. Yeah, those games are great. Um, but yeah, that's first shoot 'em up. The the yeah, Miles one and two is just like if you buy them now on the Switch or on P- any di- any digital format. They're cheaper buying them now than they were on Xbox. Wow. Wow. 
Usually Switch but, games are higher priced. No, on did like uh, Death Smiles is night is twenty bucks on Xbox d- digital, and Death Smiles two is like thirty dollars. It's like thirty five dollars. It's high. It's expensive. Wow. It's a thirty dollar um, DLC. What else have you guys been playing? Oh, Dre, let me ask you a question. What's up? Did you ever play Far Cry Primal? Yes. How'd you feel about it? Um, it was weirdly fun. I didn't I really like. I didn't get it at first. I was like, "What? Okay, so we're going. We're prehistoric. Okay." And sure enough, I I tried it out. And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. All right, I got you. I got you." Yeah, I liked it so much, and the story really caught me so much that I basically like while playing the game over the course of like two months or whatever, I would only dream about that world at night. Like I would have a dream and I wake up the next morning with this own like head fiction. And I like I, I wrote like an entire story. I don't want to say like fan fiction. I didn't post it anywhere. I just wrote it for me. Right. But like I well, really fell in love with that technically world. technically fan characters. fiction. Shadow, it's still technically it's still technically fan fiction, even if you didn't it could post be fan it. Fiction, because you're a fan of the game and you wrote a fictional story. Hey, that's yeah. great. It was so they did such a good job with Primal. I was so hesitant at first because I was yeah. like, "Wait, no was, guns? What the hell am I do?" No, I was like, at first, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, what am I do?" Yeah, like, what am I do? But I'm you like, know what? this is uh, this is kind of messed up. I'm like, eh, not feeling this. So, but hey, then I but tried you know it. It was they got it was arrows cool. in that game, and as long as you got arrows, you got me on Far Cry. But honestly, I actually enjoyed the spear. Like that was such a more skillful and rewarding weapon to use. You had to really pay attention and really be stealthy to use that weapon. Yes, but that when you upgrade that spear, as long as you have understood and learned how the range of the spear works, like what kind of arc it travels in and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you could can... like you could dominate because like with an arrow, you can't take down heavy enemies in one shot. Nope. But with a spear, you could pin them to the wall with that shit. Yo. Mm-hmm. That yo, that game. Mm, shout out to Far Cry Primal. I don't, I don't feel like it got enough love. I really enjoyed that game a lot. I, like I would rather play Far Cry Primal a hundred times with and and not have to play Far Cry Five. That's how much right. I didn't like Far Cry Five. Yeah, I own Five because uh, it was cheap, and I haven't even opened Five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I bought a bunch of games over the past. Well, I bought that game like last, like year before last or something, and um. I, I bought that last year. I bought that last year. Um, but I bought a bunch of games since Black Friday. I got a whole stack of games that I haven't even opened yet. Oh, my God. Don't even it's, talk to me about my Black Friday and Christmas shopping. Uh, <laughs> no, I, got, it's, I did. I bought stuff for everybody else. But then I'm like, you know what? Hey, they got a they got this. This game is 25. This game is 20 bucks. Hey, Target's got about to get one free. Hey, this game is I, I, I won't find this game anywhere if I don't get it now. Hey, I, yeah, this is a good price. Hey, it's always something like that. And I got I got a host. Um I just got I just got the, I just did the box to get one free the game stop the other day and I got um Sackboy. What else did I get? You need to Sack- hit me up about GameStop, by the way, because I upgraded my uh my um right now Gamers a, Club or yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. Power up rewards. I got the pro. Because I Dude. wanted to get gaming magazines again, so now I get the game former again. Yeah, you got, um, uh, you got, uh, you probably got like ten thousand points. No, bro, I just cashed in like forty thousand points from because yeah. I I'd always set my account to bank, and this yeah. I'm talking this is from like 
when EB Games first became GameStop. Oh, wow. So I, I didn't really like I shopped there in the late 90s and early 2000s for a while and then stopped and I started getting my games from like Best Buy or whatever. But then I started going back once once my gamers club at Best Buy expired. Yeah. Went right back to GameStop. Game, so, gamers, gamers, people don't understand. Gamers club was dope. Oh, it was the best. Dude, out. I had like 10 years of it stacked. It I had so much of it stacked that by the time they canceled it, they emailed me just to tell me they had to refund me the difference because they didn't want to keep supporting it. Right. <laughs> But so I, when I cashed in all my points, I ended up – because I was at a GameStop just randomly. I love – anytime I travel anywhere, go to different towns or whatever, where's the GameStop at? I always want to go in and look what kind of coffee mugs they got, what right. games they got, right. dude, with, the, with the pre-owned stuff they got. I found, you know, Rage 2. Yeah. So I still never played Rage 1 yet. I have it. But I found Rage 2, and it caught my eye. It was a collector's edition. It was on clearance. Still, it was like, you know, 80, 90 bucks, something like that. Yeah. But on the box. Right. So, you know, you know, those those corny antiques of like the fish that sing. It's like yeah. a fish. The race too is, yeah, has that crazy like singing. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Right. It's like this gory, ugly, like meat face looking thing. But on right. the box, I looked at the box and it was like featuring the voice of Andrew W.K. I was like, yeah, and he sings. Yeah. I got to buy this. So oh, I yeah. bought it. And it's Andrew W.K. Yeah. That's him. That's him in the talking face. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it I ended great. up getting um, ended up getting Bio Mutant, which I've never played. We reviewed it. I, who reviewed it? Who reviewed it? I heard I mixed did. things about that I game. I did it. Uh, you did it, fun. and you loved it. I did. I did. You loved love it actually. And I remember. I remember. I think I, remember, I said. I remember the review. The review was really good. And it was like, like you run around as a little like mutant and you're furry and you you do kung fu and you like, like dude it's like it's, oh my it's gosh no but like the, the character creation though Andre Andre the yeah character the character yeah is like the coolest thing ever because you just slide it and you watch your character like you know transform depending on like where you're sliding the slider is yeah so it's like it, oh so different yeah. uh but anyway it was like it was it was so I bought the, I was gonna buy it because it was like twenty nine dollars and the guy was like well it was about to get one free. And you can get it for twenty two bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. So I ended up, so I got it. But then the copy that I got used was brand new. Oh, I was like, hell yeah, oh, it was one of those joints. Yeah, it was hell. It was. I was like, hell yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so um, I got that sack boy, and I got a uh, oh, Star, Star, Star Wars pinball for a Switch, which I haven't picked up yet. Which I have. I have set out the Zen. We've got. I've got every Zen pinball table out on everything. That's- Freaking yeah, I got it on everything. But um, so what else are you guys playing? I've just been playing. Oh, Animal so much crazy. that I want to say, but I'm, I'm I'm I keep like trying to space things apart. So another thing I played, which I forgot about. Um, so on the Vita recently, the 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 servers for Freedom Wars and Soul oh, Sacrifice yeah. and Soul yeah. Sacrifice Delta and Orishika Tainted Bloodlines, those servers went down on like the 24th or something like that. Um, in yeah. preparation for that, because I have Soul Sacrifice and all that stuff. Number one, I can't find my Vita games. That's my mission. That's oh, my immediate mission. Find your Vita games among all your boxes and totes. Find your goddamn Vita game, Shadow. Um, I had downloaded a, a PS Plus game from who knows how far back. It was some indie game called Perils of Baking Refrosted, and it's like a platformer. Wait, what? Hold on. What? Perils of baking, yeah. Perils I, of baking. Then I I must have it because I have every PlayStation Plus game. 
refrosted. Yeah, so it was a That's PS4 like crossplay with Vita. Bad. So you probably have it. You could play it on your PS4. It's a platformer. It's quick. It's a lot of fun. And I got platinum in like, oh well, yeah, according to the internet, <laughs> it says I got platinum in three days and 13 hours. Oh my God, what the hell is this game? Yo, this game it's, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a one-man team or what, but like it's a platformer. It's got warp zones. And like the platforming actually is not easy. It's not a piece of cake, to make a pun. But like it's not obscene either. It's not crazy difficult. The hardest is probably like if you have fast reflexes. There are a couple of levels that like kind of like Donkey Kong Country where you're in a mine cart. Yeah. Just like that. You just got to like have quick reflexes for the jumping and whatnot. But otherwise, like it's pretty easy game and getting all the trophies, you know, kind of piece of cake. Um, cause, and so I had that on my Vita and I was like, I need to make some room. <laughs> oh my God, this game looks crazy. So I finished that game. That was a lot of fun, actually. I really this enjoyed it. This game playing. looks insane. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect playing it. And I was like, ah, it looks, platformer, dude, no action. It, it looks, looks like some, it, it it's looks, like so it looks generic game. as hell. <laughs> it looks what? It looks generic as hell. Yes, I think yeah, it definitely like feels generic as hell. It looks like a, it looks like this was done by in a in a coding class or something. Nah, I see. That's the thing too. Like, I wouldn't put it quite on that level. I think it looks that way, but like the gameplay is actually pretty polished for a very simple indie game. Yeah, this like they get props from me for that. I think they did a good job. It's not. It looks. It looks funny though. It is funny. (laughs) You got chocolate chips chasing you. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> cookies, donuts. You throwing a knife with a chocolate chip. Okay. Yeah, but like you don't have a weapon until you power up all the way. So that's and you could lose your yeah. power up if you get hit. It's kind of like Mario Brothers. So it's set that's like what that I like too. About. It felt it's, a lot like Mario. It did. It looks like it. He he even jumps like Mario. Yes, it it felt a lot like it. So unless you have your chef's hat, that's that's when you have weapons. Right. You collect okay. your chef, your chef hat. Go. You basically go. build up your health. Your and when your health is maxed out, you get a chef hat, and then you have unlimited like frying pans that you could throw at enemies to kill them. Otherwise, you normally would just jump on the enemy to to kill it. That's funny. Let me, let me, um, I'm gonna get on PlayStation and look. I'm below this. Up. That was a lot of fun. I played that. Also, what I played because of my girl, um, Katamari Damacy. I never played it. Wait, oh, the I original? I think it's the original. It's re-rolled on the Switch. Well, it's yeah, it's kind of it's they've that that they changed it so they changed the game so much, but yeah, I get you. Is that yeah. what is it like a reboot of the original? It's a reboot of the original, but they've changed it changed so much of it. It's kind of like not the original, but it's I get it. All I could say is number it's one, good. that game is absurd as hell. Namco, y'all yeah. crazy. Oh, y'all it's crazy it's, Namco, it's, and I love it. It's crazy. We it's crazy whacked out. Yeah, I love how so wacky great. it is. It's so great. Yeah, it's so absurd. I love it. And the like that music, amazing. that theme. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, dude, I have the soundtrack. Uh, I have the soundtrack to Katamari Damacy. <laughs> Yo, it's like, I'll play it, and then for the rest of the day, the music is like jingling no, in my head. You're sitting stuck. around, and you're like, la, 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 she doesn't really play games. Like, if you asked her, she probably wouldn't consider herself a gamer. She might, but, like, I do because she right. plays Pikmin on her phone and Pokemon Go. Those are, like, the biggest games. Does she, she, like the, does she like the Pikmin game on her phone? 
She loves I it. I mean, it's just it's more it's more she walking. Loves it. She's like, this is the cutest thing. Like we was driving, and she's yeah. like, wait, you gotta pull over. I'm like, why? She's like, the Pikmin are trying to catch up. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> we on the highway. What do you mean pull over? <laughs> They're running after you, like get it running. She's like, you're gonna take weeks to get to us. You need to pull over. Oh my god! And it literally says that it says like it'll be like twelve hours. And you're shouts like, out, shouts out to your girl. Shouts out to your girl. That is dope. She was she was just trolling and being silly, but like yeah, I yeah, actually so did stop Shadow. because, Shadow, because I, I really no sure like I I, I want to like travel somewhere far and like just send my Pikmin on like a like a, a one month journey like. She Here loves you go, She she's she's a real fan of AR and like games that motivate you to like move your body more like pokemon yeah. go you walk around pikmin all you do is walking so she loves right. stuff like that she loves it because yeah, she 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 loves games that promote like real life health and stuff like that um okay. but she liked katamari because she was like oh my god this is kind of like my brain where i have to like pile okay. on all the responsibilities of the world and just okay it all gets piled on in my head and she's rolling awesome. around trying to run over everything and collect everything so she enjoyed that. She played a That's few awesome. levels of that. Um, so that was a lot of fun. It took her a little bit of learning because the controls are a little weird with the two sticks yeah. on the Switch. Uh, well, like, that's how the game The game was. I mean, the original game was made with the DualShock. So it's the, the twin sticks are that's the way the game's made. Right. And it was, you know, it was in the early days of 3D movement. So, yeah. like, it's not intuitive on, like, moving the camera in the same direction you want to face or whatever. And Right. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. And the time I like, too. I, I think Katamari is great. Dude, um, so is this is this your first Katamari game? Yeah. You if you're like me, when I got the original, I was like, oh yeah. So yeah. when the second one came out, I bought that. And when Beautiful Katamari came out, I bought that. So what Kat- other Katamari games there can are from there are systems? there are seven seven? There's seven seven Katamari games. I think there's seven seven Katamari. Okay, every every platform has a Katamari game. That's what's up. Except for I think PC. I think they put one. What did they put one on a PC? I don't know if they put one on a PC or not. It's on PS2 originally. Then there's two on PS2. There's two on PSP. I think. Hold on. I gotta look. I gotta look at it. I'd be uh, I'd be interested. There's one on Xbox. PSP only had one analog stick. It's really intuitive on the on PSP. It's really crazy. Uh, the Vita had its own version. I still have my Katamari PSP pouch. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, I still have my P, my PSP pouch. Um, well, let me find the games. If I can find the games, let's see. Here we go. So it's. Yeah, every version. Yeah, there's. Oh my God, I didn't know there was Katamari on mobile. So we Katamari. There's two on PS2, one on PSP. I didn't know there was a mobile game. Beautiful Katamari on 360. There's five. There's like six Katamari mobile games. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Beautiful Katamari on 360. Uh, I love Katamari for. For those are as Android, there's a um, there's a Katamari, there's a puzzle, there's a puzzle Katamari Damacy game that came out in Japan on the DSi store. I don't think it's, I'm thinking about it in America. I think I might have it though. 
Katamari Forever for PS3, which is really Katamari Katamari Forever and Katamari Beautiful Katamari are kind of hard to find right now. Um, Touch my Katamari for Vita, and then the, we roll for Switch. But th- there's like nine. Did Vita. you just say? Did you just say touch my Katamari? Touch my Katamari for Vita. That sounds kind of pervy, son. Hey, it's a good game though. Because uh, it's, right. it, it's all Yo, about the touch screen. Are weird. <laughs> it's about the dude. Yeah, dude, they're dude, weird. Dude, okay, dude. though. Touch my Katamari is so over the top. Like it's over the top anyway. But you're like, oh, come on, come on now. Note to everybody out there, don't ever use that as a pickup line. You know what? That'll probably work in some circles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That will probably work in some circles. circles. Not kidding. That will work. That will probably work in some circles. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see. I think I got to look and see if I have the puzzle katamari game but yeah katamari Damacy is amazing the games are are fucking awesome i've never tried any of the mobile versions so i don't know what that's about but um there's i didn't know there's that many jesus there's like nine of them oh yeah and because i'm promoting it uh i'm trying to raise awareness to them um 612 entertainment which i think they just basically hold licenses i'm not sure what much else they do they they have the most recent Data East licenses. Um, they have a series of games under the branding of Retro Classics with an X instead of a CS. Um, they released Bad Dudes, Too Crude, and a Six bunch of other two, Data okay. East games on PS4, finally. I'm following them on Instagram. They've been on Switch, but now... Um, because originally the Data East on Switch came out as Johnny Turbo's Arcade... Um, right. And then I guess he gave up the licenses, and then Six One Two picked them up, um, and then Retro Classics rebranded them and put them out on Switch. But now you can also get them on PS2 and Steam and GOG. So I just I bought them on all all platforms, and I pulled out my PS4 arcade stick just so I could play like Bad Dudes and Too Crude and Joe and Mac and stuff. Yeah, I've got Joe and Mac on the arcade stuff on Switch. Oh, there, I don't necessarily classics. always mention if I play those games. Like I recently got all the trophies for Ikari Warriors, the arcade archives. Um, that game is that game is hard, but it's oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It was, it was hard in the arcade. Twin stick. Yeah, and the arcade had rotating sticks. That was like the greatest like yeah, technological thing that they did was like you could rotate the stick to change the direction that you're facing because it's it's kind of like an like a like before twin stick shooters were a thing it's a lot of fun so all right so what else have you guys been playing that's basically i haven't really been what you, playing. what about you james i know you've been playing everything uh mostly i was playing i i uh danganronpa decadence came out oh that's right the, the, the uh, collection yeah, the collection with the, it's like the first is that a three. sexy game? No, it's just Danganronpa. Danganronpa yeah, Dang, Danganronpa. It's the three uh, Danganronpa games. Um, they could have had added the Despair Girls game, but they didn't add that one in. Um, and then it has uh, wait, there's first like decadence. That's kind of that's, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Why did why did they put that on? Why didn't they put the? That's weird. I know. Yeah, they could have put. In, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird that they put didn't put the uh, Despair Girls into the game because there's like a connect with the despair girls uh game in danganronpa 3 so it's kind of weird 
Um, so you're telling me they got words like decadence and despair girls and it's not a sexy game? Nope. Oh, I mean, the game's vaguely, there, there is yeah. some vaguely sexual, you know, there's like sexual, there is some sexy is stuff. Is the one with like the black and white bear? Yeah, Monokuma. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. like a little asshole. He's well, like he's me. like smiling half face and then evil half face. Yeah. But he's also just like really sarcastic and he's just kind of a little like, he's like a dick. And he just, <laughs> you know, he like hosts the the killing game and he traps the kids and then they all have to like, and they want to get out, but then they end up like killing each other, and then they have class trials. So it's kind of like you know Ace Attorney sort of vaguely. Yeah. Uh, but like way more brutal, obviously, because like like as soon as like once once you find out who who killed the guy or girl or whatever, whatever, it's like here, uh, it's punishment time, and then like it'll show you like a gruesome ass death, and you'll be like, oh, that was that was great. <laughs> and then it's they, crazy. Like, they get like they get progressively crazier. As you're playing, you're like, oh, man. oh, thank you, Shadow. I forgot about that. Go ahead. Um, and then, and then, uh, in the third game, they added like this special like board game mode. Um, like Mario and, Party? Well, not really. Um, you go around this board and you like gather like points and you like level up your. It's like kind of, it, it, you know, you level up your characters like with their skills and stuff. Um, and then they made like a they took that game and they like you know, really doubled down and made, like, a fourth game for Dang, you know, Up a Decadence. And it's, like, this whole, like, uh, there's, like, a gotcha mechanic where you get, like, characters, and it's all, like, in the game. Or you can pay for it if you, you know, really want to, because obviously, you know, money, they can get that. Um, but really, you can just play the game, and you just run around, you, like, run around this board, and um, you you face RPG bat. there's RPG battles in there, and you get, like, different characters. And Is after it crazy you level- grindy because of the gotcha mechanic? Um, I mean, the I, the game is generally like, it's it's pretty grindy anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it's like it's like a game that like once you get kind of like figure out how you how to play it, you can kind of just play it like you know like you can kind of just like you know be doing whatever you want you know watching TV and kind of like loosely play it. Um, and then like you like level up these characters and then you take them to the battle tower and there's a hundred floors of enemies that you have to like beat you know go through. And you can you like you set up your parties with your like different characters and you can like just choose all your favorites or, you know, whoever like whatever you wanted to do. Like you can it's like very open. Um, Is that an optional level. area? The hundred levels, hundred floors? Yeah, yeah it's like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So you like grind you grind the characters up in the in the, you know, the board game mode. So like obviously you want to play the game. You play all the like if you get the collection, say you play all the games, you go, oh, man, I like these characters. And then you play because like there is like, you know, story scenes where these characters meet up with each other because they've never actually done that before because they're often, like, you know, in different, you know, areas. So, like, they, like, meet up and they there's, like, scenes between them and you kind of, like, get, like, little glimpses of, like, how they would react to, like, you know, the other characters. So you're like, oh, my gosh, this character interacts with her? Oh, I love these two characters. My two favorite characters are interacting. And it's just kind of, like, fan service-y. But it's, it's cool. Because you're like, oh, man. So, because um, the series is really good and the characters are really, like, they're all, like, strange you know teenagers who are like the ultimate whatever like ultimate assassin or or ultimate chef you know and they're all like voice act there's like voice acting and and stuff in the game and it's it's just really so it's a really it's a good experience i think and uh, it's a good visual novel and um what consoles can you get it on it's really worth it switch it's on switch and i think playstation okay Uh, switch is honestly Switch Switch is probably a, a good a good option though because it's like a visual novel you know and you can kind of like 
take it with you. Um, I will say that uh, there's so I, I I'm very like I'm kind of anal attentive when it comes to like game times. I like I like to know how long I've played a game, you know. And if a game has a clock and it tells you like how how many hours you played the game, then I'm I'm always like it's on the switch. I always like um, check it. I always like you know close the game or like you know I I put it on uh, just like turn off the screen. And I uh, see if the game time keeps counting up, you know, and for the first two Danganronpa games and then Danganronpa S, it doesn't do that. But for the third game, it counts. It keeps counting time. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, why don't do that? Stop counting the time. It's a weird thing to not program, like to not check. <laughs> like, oh, so you're saying even up. if you're on the home screen, like the game's yeah, on standby game or whatever, counts. it's still counting. It's, it's counting time. I'm like, how are you counting time? So you have to so like, like basically formally close out the game. You have to close the game. You have to formally close the game. That's like, kind of annoying. Which is it's just like, because like the other, it's, especially since the other two, you know, I would, I would like just like, you know, stop playing and I would go back in and I'd save and it'd be the same exact time. I'm like, oh. Okay, so that was like the third one. I was like, oh, it's not. Okay, um, but I just get really, I just really like to know how many hours I've played the game. And I know the Switch like kind of tells you based on like where the position of the you know the games are. But I just like if if they're if they're actually gonna like give me the you know the the numbers, I'm like, okay. Doesn't the Switch like, give you those numbers in your profile or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it does. But I just I would I, I when when the game like shows you like I I remember play, when I was playing Digimon uh, Story Cyber Sleuth. That game also continues to count up and it really like you know messed with you know it's just like bothers me because like you know i it's like i know i played the game for 25 hours but the game says i played for 30 like you know for 56 hours because i left it on all night or you know you left it it's like oh you fell asleep and then you woke up in the morning and that was you know you somehow slept in and then it's been 12 hours and your time was like you know i definitely didn't play that much i know i didn't play that like that reminds me of like some when when trophies and achievements first started, some yeah. of them were really obnoxious like that. Like I remember, Dead Rising One, you had to play a specific like New Game Plus like arcade mode to get an achievement or a trophy, and yeah, yeah, it was basically like survive seven in-game days uh, on that specific game mode. It's like a mode where like your health keeps going down and. You got to keep eating food and whatnot. And really the strategy is like, go get a whole bunch of food and then go camp on the top of an aisle in a supermarket for 14 real life hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's no pause. No. So you got to like, who the hell, like 14 hours? <laughs> you got to build up your health to a certain point so that you can sleep like... I don't know, six of those hours, and when you wake up, you still have, like, two bars of health left. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. That's insane. Yeah, I'm just glad they don't do stuff like that for, like, achievements and trophies anymore. I'm glad they learned better. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. Not great. You playing anything else? Um, I, was, I started a little playing a little Dead Cells, because I know that the new Dead Cells uh, update is coming. That sounds pretty... It sounds like a pretty cool... Uh, update and then i was also playing a little um uh shovel knight pocket dungeon that's a pretty that's a it's a fun roguelike roguelike yeah. but you don't actually have to play it roguelite you can play it just like as a puzzle game which is pretty cool but like if you i mean obviously if you die you start over obviously um but you know you can play it 
a little a uh, little more a little like casually um if you like shovel knight and the characters you'll probably like that it's, the, it's pretty the rogue stuff i feel like i can get warmer to it if the rogue mechanic allows me to eventually reach some kind of like god mode just through enough dying or progression then i might be more open to a rogue game like hades have you played hades have you done that I remember I started it and then I died and then I dropped it and never played the game again after that. I will go back and revisit it after I read that you actually have to die to progress the story. You if do. you don't die, you, you get like a special yeah. ending that tells yeah. you to basically go die. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah, you have to die or else you you can't wake up in and Hades and you can't see your dad and you can't like figure out the story. Right, right. Like you you, you just you get stuck in the story and then you can't progress. Um, I didn't like that because I didn't like the idea of dying, but. I definitely will go back to Hades, and I have it on PS4 also. So, Hades is a—I mean, I haven't really—I haven't even played it at all. But everybody who's played it is like it's something that you you have to get used to if you're not used to playing roguelike. Mm. Um, but he said once you get into it, once you figure out what to do, you're like, oh, and it's phenomenal. Right. Yeah. And then you I just like Hades. games that let me build okay. up to God mode. Yeah, like, I get that. like I'm God mode on the Voss DLC now on Far Cry 6. I could run through, and even on the hardest difficulty, there's no mini map. So, and, and like I felt really handicapped and scared at first. Like, oh shit, no mini map. I I won't know when there's enemies around. But like I had I had maxed out all my stats and everything that I basically sprint through the whole map, and I I run out of people's line of sight before they even see me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I liked it. I like being able to do that. I like the slow grind to god mode if i could do a slow grind to god mode then it's i i can i can deal with that another game that i had originally tried rogue legacy like i tried rogue legacy when that first came out that was like one of the first roguelikes that i that i knew of i died on that and i was like man this sucks because see i don't know man if you if you can't i didn't you didn't play rogue legacy anymore no, I stopped after that. But the, the thing that really discouraged me on that game is there's an actual trophy for only dying like five times and beating the game. Oh. So I'm like, if I died so quickly, how the hell they expect me to do this damn trophy? Dude, so that bummed you me should out. never, don't ever buy shoot 'em ups on PS4 then. No, shoot 'em ups are different because, because you a, have to get like, one of them you have to beat like so many levels without dying, and some of them you got to get like, like a. a a trillion points or some crap. Right, right. There's certain games that I have that I know I will never get platinum on. Like, yeah. I have White Knight Chronicles on PS3. That's like a 2,000-hour game because the servers yeah. are down. I have right. Fantasy Star uh, Star Ocean. That's what it is on PS3. Yeah, Star Ocean, yeah. That's like a 2,000-hour game. Man, I ain't getting those platinums. I'm going to play them, but I ain't getting no damn 2,000. Yeah, they better pay me like $200 million. <laughs> 2,000 hours. They better pay me like $600 an hour for each of those. Crazy, two thousand hours. Who they think I am? <laughs> they think you have all the time in the world. Um, see, shoot 'em ups are completely different because I play them with like an man, arcade stick. Shoot 'em ups are and dude, right? Like, I can't get I mean, no S plus or any of those like high. Ikaruga, that's probably the best I've ever done in a shoot 'em up. I have not gotten all S's in that. I have gotten S's, but not all. No, I got no. I got S's on like I don't know how many levels. I can't even remember, but yeah, it's Ikaruga is one of those. It's, it's, a, it's one of those tough. That's a rough one to get 
Well, I, of course I've it's got friends. Hell, who got, man. Of course you, I've got you friends. You gotta be like, I, you know, you know the um, the drug that you take in Metal Gear Solid when you want to snipe and stop shaking. You right. kind of need to take something like that to play a bullet hell game. <laughs> because you gotta move like pixel by pixel. Just so you could dodge a no, bullet. Like, the, give the, you, like I'm going to tell pixels. you the secret. I'm going to tell you the secret to playing bullet hells. Don't use your analog stick. Oh, hell no. Never. You have to use deep. I saw people some play, people playing stuff. I'm like, okay, they're clearly using the analog stick. But you will see, die. You'll die. The problem is that I'm using arcade stick. That you'll die very easily. Or you're, or you're able to tap. And go back and forth, you know. Well, so that's what I do is I tap with the arcade. You have to tap with the, yeah. That's the that's the only good thing about the, those sticks. You have to do the, do that. If you tap like that, that's fine because they always go back to neutral. The analog right. sticks do too, but if you're going in a certain direction and you're, it just. It might well, just analog sticks usually have acceleration. Right, so it's just not it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Right, where um, a D-pad you just tap it and you just you move a very slight amount. Right. But you you know like. You got you gotta have like you gotta be on some some nerve or something like to be able to be at the edge of your seat just twitch one pixel here one Dude, pixel there. The thing about it is though, it's like I, like I said before, the 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 key to playing the games is not even watching your ship; it's watching the bullets. You gotta watch your ship and the bullets. That's it. Forget the boss. The boss the boss is you keep shooting straight, the boss is gonna die anyway. But you gotta mm. get past the bullets. And there'll be times where I'm like, man, I know I'm about to die, and I and I don't. I'm like, the bullets, like, if it was in real life, my my ship would have been fried. Right. But it's a, you it, know, really, it's a test of patience. If the game told you yeah. ahead of time, hey, you're gonna spend 15 minutes, but you will pass the boss. You just gotta endure 15 minutes of this high stress. And it's and it basically basically it's me. I'm just I'm just I just sit there and look at it. I just look at the I just look at the bullets and I just keep going. I just stay focused on that. And then usually, like my buddy recently has been he's been popping up. He owns uh, uh, Mania and on Twitter, and man, he's been playing everything, and he's kill. I was like, damn, dude, he he's, he's just killing it. It's crazy. I mean, I'm all right, I'm all right, but I got friends who are way better than me at shoot 'em ups. I got friends who have beaten half the shoot 'em ups out there. Wow. My buddy, my buddy Sean. Uh, shouts out to Sean, man. He He's the he's the he's the only person I know that can beat House of the Dead with a controller. The only House of the Dead I've ever played with a controller are one and two, one on Sega Saturn, two on Dreamcast, and yeah, I've beat, beaten those. No, he beat House of the Dead two with a controller. Yeah, I've beaten it on Dreamcast. He beat it with the, he beat it with a fishing controller too. What? what? <laughs> yeah, he beat it with a fishing controller. But I, I like, will I say this: I was lucky because I had Operation Wolf on the NES. So oh, I had okay. to do that with a controller, and that got me the ability to play shooters with a controller. Gotcha. But yeah, he, yeah, I mean, you had to have the gun, but he plays DDR and all that other stuff. He plays all that, yeah. Uh, he's I a, he's love a, these DDR. He's kids, a rhythm. Man. He's a rhythm game guy. And he, like, he's got, I forgot the name of the game. He's play, he's streaming on streaming one of the newest games on Switch, on Twitch right now. It's a, shoot, it's crazy. I mean, he I was, don't have the patience to play rhythm games. Dude, he's got. I mean, I'm telling you, he can. First of all, he lost like a hundred pounds playing a three playing DDR. <laughs> but he can, he can go through rhythm games and everything. You you'll think he's you'll think it's the computer playing. You're like, there's no, there's no way this is perfect. He's perfect on every. He'll get the highest trophy. Yeah, it's fucking Yo, perfect. when I watch some of these cats play these rhythm games, like 
my brain can't even like keep Dude, up with the speed of like follow, I'm watching their feet I'll send move, you. and I'm watching the arrows on the screen and they seem out of sync. And You'll I'm like, how me. is he getting perfect when yeah. it looks like the timing is off? So he plays he used to play a lot of stuff on PS3, but the dance pad that he had didn't work. So he had to use the one that he used for PC. And the latency issues on some of these consoles is so minute that you have to you have to think ahead of the game. That's crazy. And he yeah. still does it. It's crazy. I'm, I'll send you a link, but he'll he'll probably stream tonight. I'll I'll, oh, I'll tweet man. I'll retweet it. Kyle Hakto, and he is a phenom- He's a master at this shit. And he'll tell you I'm all right. No, he's fucking good. He's Shout good. out to any rhythm players out he there. He plays all that shit, man. Not oh, dude, DJ me. Max. DJ Max on fucking um, P- play PSP? Shh, dude, I have that game. We bought that game at the same time, and I was like, God, this game is insane. And he just fucking just went through it. Oh, yeah, I beat it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> we've had it, we've had it, yeah, I remember we bought those games at the same time, and I had, we both played it, and I was like, dude, I'm I'm on like, I'm on like level 15, I'm on like the 15th level, and I'm, I'm like struggling. And he's like, alright, I beat it. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's um, I've been playing Animal Crossing and random other stuff, but I want to get into a couple of things before we close out. Um, so we posted up an article. We got some games from, you know, we get a lot of games to review. Uh, we get a lot of game codes. A lot of them are really early. Um, now, first of all, let me just put this out there. This is not a, I'm not dissing East Asia Soft. I'm not going after them. I'm kind of going after the creators of these games for putting in this content. And I'm not really faulting the the, 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 the distributors of the games because the quality control of this games, these games, these are visual novel games, first of all. The quality control for these games has to be insane. Like this game wouldn't be out now if they had the quality control because there's too many levels and there's too many spider webs. There's too many paths in the game to, go, to know everything that's in the game. So um, Nate, one of our senior writers at Real Talk with Gamer, um, got these games to review. It was called it's called The Letter and uh, Shinrai. Uh, they're both East Asia Soft games. You can play them on anything. They can play, you can play them on Switch, Steam, I think on I think PS4 and stuff like that too. Um, they've been out for they they've re-released they recently been released on the Switch but they've been out for years like two or three years. Um, first off is the letter, uh, which is a and and don't say don't think I'm dissing the creators of the game. It looks like they wanted to make an anime style visual novel game. And it just, I don't know, it just doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. I like visual novel games. This game particularly just does not appeal to me. Um, anyway, so there is a part in the game. So I, the backstory is um, you're, I think you're detectives or something in a house. I don't know. I, I can't even get into it. The name is the letter. Check it out. Look it up on YouTube, whatever. It's a horror um, game. It's a horror, it's a viable horror no, visual novel game. So there's a character in the game called Mr. Wright. He's kind of an asshole. And they put it out there in the game that he's really, he really, he's really not a good guy. He's an asshole. 
there are characters you can play as. One of the characters is a black person. I think it's a guy. I think I don't know. Um, so, and this is a ve- it's a very small part of the game, but it's in there. He noticed it and re- and screenshot it because you know the switch has that capability. Once you hear something, you can just hit, you can record and it records the last thirty seconds of the gameplay. Um, there's full audio in this game, by the way. It's a text-based game, but it's full audio. The guy, this guy's an asshole. He blurts out the N-word. And he says it. Like, that doesn't explain the N-word, though. And I was like, okay. And it kind of threw my, it kind of threw Nate, it kind of threw him off. He was like, what? The, what, what did I just, what the fuck was that? What? It's kind of like that video. What'd you just say? What, what'd, you just, what'd you just say? Yeah, it's kind of like that. And he's like, uh... Uh, what? And then, I mean, it goes on to the story that they he is is treating the guy like shit, and there's multiple levels to the story. But this part is in there, and it's it's full it's full audio, full video. It's not full video, but it's just a it's just a still shot. But the the voice actor says it, and it's fucking. I'm like, I want to find. I don't even want to find out who the guy is. The game's been out for years, so whoever the guy is, whatever, it's, it's over and done with. But I just wanted to let them know that some of this stuff's out there. Now, that's the letter. You can, I think it's on sale on the eShop or something. But anyway, um, it doesn't look like it would appeal to me. It might. I don't think. I don't know. Just because of that, I'm just like, Ugh. but that's that's a really minute part of the game. But it's in there. The fact that it's in there kind of bothers me. Because I'm just like, really? You didn't put a disclaimer for none of this stuff in there? Okay, so the other game is called Shinrai. And uh, this game, I don't know how this game exists, first of all. I'm not shouting, I'm not shitting on the developers. It just doesn't look like, I mean, it looks like... Okay, back in the day, so when manga first hit America, there were a lot of companies who were trying to emulate manga. So, like, there was a Project Echo manga that wasn't from Japan; it was done by it was done in the states or in Canada. Um, and the and the character, you know, the character designs were really shitty looking. They were nothing like the anime, like the Japanese characters, uh, nothing like that. And they this game kind of looks like that. They have vague anime looking you know like those those how to draw and how to draw manga books and the <laughs> and the characters don't look japanese at all they don't look like any yeah. kind of manga character it's like that but anyway so the characters in this game it's a high school game it's a game about high school uh these characters are clearly they state their ages in the game they're like 14 to 15 years old Right? There's sexual tension in this game so bad that these guys talk about. I want, hold on, let me find the one screenshot is. Yeah, they man. talk about self gratification. Yeah, man. I was watching porn all night. I was fapping, fapping until my cock burned. These are 14 year old kids, supposedly. Uh, and then the other one is... You know, if they was really 14, they'd be like, I was watching Five Guys at Freddy's all night, and I, and I was fapping till my cock burned. But you know what? 
porn source. So <laughs> That's I, a joke. I don't, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I don't, I don't know. There's another one, another, another line, another thing, another screenshot is, of course I've got a problem with this, with some dipshit trying to lecture me on how to treat my girl. They're like 14. Before you can even think about saying shit like that again, you should stop fapping to your anime girls and get a real girlfriend yourself, you fucking loser. How is this? I mean, like, I don't. Part understand. of me, I'm not surprised this is a game, but then also, how? No, horrible. I'm surprised how this gets out. Yeah. Okay. Really now, remember, these are all teenage. These are all 14, 15 year old kids. Mika Chan's quite a ferocious beast. I bet she fucks like a tiger. Oh gosh. Wow. Are you serious? Mm, nope. And of course, of course, these are grown people who make this game. But I'm like, it's just, oh my god. And I'm, like I said, I'm not shitting on the developers. I'm not shitting on, I'm not shitting on East AsiaSoft for one. I'm not shitting on, you know, I'm not shitting on them. But come on, man. I mean, this is, this is, this is, this is ridiculous. Oh, and those are those are just two scenes in that game. Like the, uh, it's called the Shinrai. Shinrai is way worse to me than the letter because these are all kids and they're talking all this crazy shit. I'm like, what the, what is this shit? Yeah, these kids need to get slapped. I mean, <laughs> I know now, parents, I know that this exists. I know that kids talk like this, but come on now, in a game and you're going to really try to, you're, it's a visual novel game on a fictional story, but you're going to use the way kids talk now. I mean, I don't know. It's just, and that's I mean, what I feel like, I think, because when you first told me about it, I started doing research on the letter because I'd heard about it before, like, people saying only good things about it. And then, you know, like, the Steam reviews, they're all positive. Nobody mentioned this. No mention on no, the internet. No, I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there going, if, I mean, maybe the game is great. I don't know. You had to read no, review. No, but, like, I, read like, review on Real Talk I spent probably the next six hours after you ter- first told me about it watching walkthroughs of the game and stuff i could not find that 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 part but then at the end i learned the game has branching paths and a relationship system and if if that character the black character and the rich guy maybe it's related to the relationship level of those two characters like you have to be at a certain relationship level between those two and then maybe you have to have a certain branching path chosen to get that because none of the walkthroughs i saw had that but they they were all generally like how to get the best ending or how to get you know like the worst ending whatever you know so maybe with it under those parameters you couldn't get that specific line and that's why i feel like that's how it got through because these are visual novel games with really long scripts and they're yeah, not right. getting, they're not getting checked word for word. And see, that's what I, that's what I'm like. That's why I'm not really faulting East Asia soft about it. However, but, but I'm sorry, the letter. Okay. I'm going to give the letter a pass. I'm going to give the letter a pass. Nah, I wouldn't even give it a pass. I, I, get, I mean, because I, you, you, it's a certain way that he did it. He did. He branched the story off and he got to that part. I don't, yeah, that right there, I'm just like, uh, come on, man, are you, are you serious? I mean, that just, you know, but nobody caught it, apparently. Or they just let, oh, okay, that's kind of messed and, up, and it went on. Th- that's what I want to say is, however, on East Asia Soft, it is not hard to get one of your web developers or someone who does, who does any kind of, you know, coding, even in the simplest forms whatsoever, to just, you take the script, 
hit control F and just plug in a bunch of, you know, unacceptable words and just let yeah. the computer do the searching through right. the script. Right. That like websites do that all the time when they're monitoring comments and stuff like that for moderation. They right. have tags, they have meta tags and filters like, you know, you you put a list in the back end like these words are not acceptable and the website will automatically as soon as someone tries to type that word, it either won't let them or it'll censor it out or it'll just block them or, or you know like whatever. So it's not impossible for a publisher to have some sort of automation do like a preliminary review on these visual novel scripts. And so that's where I actually would hold East Asia soft. Like you guys need to have a better process. You can't have a human reading all of these scripts. No, but, but you see, should at least have something automated in the back end flagging for some of the most blatant stuff. You know what I'm this saying? This is like, my issue with it. If that's the only thing in the game, which I'm just still like, why is it in there? But I mean, I get, okay. Okay, yeah, with the letter, this is gonna like, sound messed at, up. At best, it seemed out of place. This is gonna like, seem messed why up. Why did this happen? But it it doesn't really progress the story, but it makes it makes the point that the guy's an asshole. And I get I, that. I think the game, as much as I watched of it, it did a good enough job with the way he could treat his wife based on the decisions that you make, and the way he treats other people based on the decisions you make. The game does a good enough job making you th like making you realize he could be an asshole right way before anything with the n-word like like right. like see like hearing the audio clip that you shared or the video clip whatever and yeah. but actually watching like the game for like six hours like really learning the story in and out to try to get a deeper understanding <laughs> of what it was just like so out of place and even like in 2021 a, a person like that character even uh, even them they wouldn't use the n-word in that context they they might still be racist or whatever but like they just they wouldn't would, talk like that right they wouldn't talk like that right so i don't know what the time period was with this i don't know i don't know i just yeah think, it's just it was just weird at best it was just like tacky and out of place right shinrai just, i agree though a lot worse dude down i just strange. could not believe i'm like but it's like those games have been out for a couple of years I think and these no, kids are like way way too much sex though. Like, where's all the violence? When I was fourteen, we was talking about beating each other up. Oh like, well, I'm yeah, gonna fuck I mean, you up. You talk about me, I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I wasn't talking about fapping to nobody. That's what my that's my issue was. I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. I'm just like, why is this is why is this here? Um, yeah, it's um, so. I'm also shout out my boy, um, my boy RGT85. Um, I'm a normal Sean. Um, he put out a video today. I don't. Okay, that's my buddy. I don't really watch every video he puts out. I watch out sometimes. I, I watch out some of this stuff. But I, I just talk to him. I don't really watch. I don't really worry about that. I don't. You know, I don't care about anybody watching my crap either. But uh, I don't put anything out anyway. But anyway, he put out a video saying basically, I, he's, I, I'm done. And I'm like, what are you, I was like, what are you talking about? He's, like, I'm, he's done retro collecting. And he goes into it. And, I mean, I know a lot of retro collectors. You know, I collect everything. I, I'm kind of, I've been on his page. I've been talking about it for years. But he basically, I mean, he was talking about how expensive the game is. He's, well, he basically was like, okay, um, first of all, 
there are people who are just buying up everything retro and they all think they have gold or whatever and then he was talking about how expensive stuff is and he says if i really want to play some stuff there's other ways to play stuff i yeah, if i have if the I, high seas together if i want to play you know on original hardware you can get an everdrive or something like that or get a you know a mode or or you know like for dreamcast or something like that or, or saturn uh, he said basically a lot of this a lot of these games have just gotten too out, of, out of, it's got to get out of control you know so you'll get an article and he says he blames a lot of it on people trying to inflate the market and if yeah, this I would is say that's now, like 90% of it now Wada, inflating the inflating Wada the market nonsense well a water he uh, did you see the video he put water I, I seen Carl Jobs' video on he put, water he and put, he put water he put water on blast yeah. And because water, and I, I didn't even know, I didn't know this. Water doesn't just rate sealed games either. No, they rate anything. They rate open. They make they money open. on ratings, but also Wada indirectly also buys these games to like right. deplete the market. And you know to he, create false demand. And I, I looked at that. He and I was like, man, I said, dude, because we a lot of times we don't agree on stuff. But this one we did, because he was talking about Saturn stuff. And, you know, I've talked about Saturn stuff for years. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just want to know who is the person who's buying up all the fucking Saturn games. I just want to know. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's just because like if it's, paintings or statues or sculptures. See, I, don't, I can't damn even. damn goddamn I, younger I even, rich people. I can't even do that. I can't even, I can't even put it on them. Somebody, I don't understand it. Why the Sega Saturn, though? That's what I you know, understand. honestly, it might have been someone who had a, their own personal relationship with Sega Saturn. It might have been their favorite console or whatever. But then they also had this, you know, like money making idea. You know, let me. But I mean, but my problem, my thing is, it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, a game a year ago. And I'm just naming I'm just naming something random, random. Um, OK, so Nano Assault. For the 3DS, you remember Nano Assault, the shoot 'em up, mm-hmm. but it was but it was 3D. It came out on the Wii. It was on the Wii U, the 3DS, and, and DS. Nano Stray One and Two were the first two shoot 'em ups, and then Nano Assault is a sequel to that on the 3DS. And then there's Nano. There's a one on PlayStation. There's one on the Wii U. I know there's one on the Wii U. I think it's a Nintendo product. But anyway, so Nano Stray used to be a couple of years ago. I'm still looking for a copy myself. So I bought the game a long time ago. It was like five, ten bucks, you know, maybe twenty bucks. Twenty bucks new, right? So I went recently, looked for it recently in the last couple of years, and it's gone anywhere from five dollars complete, seven dollars complete, to fifty, sixty dollars complete. Now, that's not the, that's not a, that's not a bad that's not bad. It's a, you know it's out of print, you know if you find one you're lucky to find one. It's not, but it should not be fifty dollars. But then you got you know then you got games. Now I understand that the, there are some games that were limited, they were, they limited printings, you know like Magic Knight Ray Earth for the Saturn or House of the Dead for the Saturn. Those games there's only thirty thousand forty thousand in existence in the, in the U.S. and no source code. Yeah, the source codes are gone. So I get that. I get the reason why House of the Dead is $150 now. I understand that. 
But for, you know, and I understand Panzer Saga too, but for stuff like Dynamite Decca, uh, or Die Hard Arcade, or, I mean, just like, you know, I'm going to go back to Burning Rangers. Burning Rangers, there was plenty of Burning Rangers out there, but now it's $500. These yeah, games are these games it's, are it's, ten. It's like a it's like a two hour game at most. But it's a, it's still fun and there's oh it's it, a great game I love it's it. It's one of my just, favorite games. I mean, but it's, these it's prices like, don't make sense to me. But I'm like you. I mean, but then again, now it used to be oh I could buy the Japanese version and it's only twenty bucks. But no, even the Japanese versions of these games are going for high dollars. Most of the Japanese games you get for Saturn are, are around. You could get. You know, okay, Street Fighter Alpha and Street Fighter Alpha 2 are like $200 now? That that makes no sense. Yeah. I feel like, you know, what what's, what's going to end up happening is just like with art and other, you know, high-value collectible stuff, it's just going to circulate between collectors, and the price is going to just keep going up each time. And they're basically just going to be renting it from each other. One guy's going to scoop it up. He's going to put it up for a ridiculous price that nobody could afford. And then another, you know, another one of the same type, he's going to buy it and then try to, you know, resell it for a higher amount. And it's just going to circulate between them but, over the but years. I, but another thing, I, another issue I have is these people, I don't know who they are, but, you know, wow, in gadgets saying there's a sealed. Nintendo 64 that's going for $500,000. Yeah, that's stupid. What? These media outlets, really. Honestly, they're just trying to get clicks, though. I mean, it's not, I mean, but it's, it could be anybody. What if, like, you know, the million dollar any Super Nintendo, I mean, uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers? Right. Yeah. You know, that's another one. That's, that's, I mean, but if I'm like, so, but now everybody thinks that if they have an NES and a collection of NES games, oh, uh, I only want I only I gotta have at least five hundred dollars for all this stuff. I said, dude, you have a NES with all sports games. Right. You serious? No. It's worth yeah, very little compared to I'll give you fifty bucks for the system. Well also and, the the journalists are not questioning the and sale itself. And that that Mario problem. cartridge, that highest that's, selling whatever. That's, that's that was problem. a water buy. Yeah. That's but, why it's sold for so much. That's why that's Wada's why, trying to generate that that fake demand. And I'm just like, I'm like, but I'm, my my problem is, why games though? Comic books haven't have the the rarest comic books out there are stuff from the golden age, or from the like from the '90s or whatever. Go after that stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, go after that stuff. I mean, come on. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, like I said, when I my my Saturn stuff, my, my Saturn stuff, my video games echo collection I had got stolen. When I tell you that it was twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff, it was twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff. Then now it's probably closer to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Because every game that I have, every game that I had in that collection is worth at least five to ten times what it costs. Right, but who, who's going to be buying that off you? Right, that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, who's going to, you know, but the thing is, I see copies of Panzer Dragon Saga every time I go to a convention. 
Half of them are graded. Dude, I told you when I went to MoGame Con, it's like I've never seen that many ga- graded games in one place in my entire life. And I've been to hundreds of conventions, classic gaming cons, all this stuff. And I've never seen that many sealed games for a convention that small in my t- in my life. There were at least 200, 300 sealed games in that whole in that whole place. And it was all Saturn Bomberman, which is a two hundred dollar game, which doesn't make any sense to me. No, it's it's like seven, it's like six hundred dollars now probably. But I mean, I remember when I was looking for it, it's like damn, it's a hundred dollars. Okay, that's it's because there's not that many of them out there. You know, Saturn didn't they didn't, they didn't do that many many printings. But like Dreamcast, Dreamcast games are about to go through the roof. Some of them are already high as hell, but some of them are about to get to that that that. You know, nine hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars. They're about to get to that range, and I'm trying to get as much of that stuff as I can before that happens because it's. But I'm like, you know, and 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 Sean goes, dude, I'm out. I, I do it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I, I can't. I can't fuck with this anymore. I can't. He said, if there's something that I'm really trying to get that I wanted so bad, and I see that it's outrageous, I'll keep looking and try to find another way to play it. But a lot of times, we like me, I want to own it. It's a it's a game that I had. I want to buy it again, but I'm not. I I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And the fake demand is just it's just it's it's. And the thing about it is though, and I can't. And it, no. And then people are like, well, you got to blame Metal Jesus and all these YouTubers. I was like, no, I don't blame none of them. I don't blame any of them. The ones that I the people that I know that do this shit, I don't blame none of them, because I know where their hearts their their heart is. Hey. This is a game I liked. I think you should know about it because a lot of people don't know about it. Or this is my Super Nintendo collection, and these are the the hidden gems in here. These are the games you should look out for because you want to let people enjoy the stuff you enjoy. And that's it. I mean, I get that. I understand that. But for you to go, yeah, look what I found. Or, Or, you know, these videos where they go to a flea market and you know, Bohoken or whatever, they go to some little rinky dink flea market somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, and this guy's selling video games. And it's funny how this person they go to this video, they get a video, and they hit the oh, can I film you? Can I film buying stuff? Yeah, and you go right in, and he's got all these fucking Saturn games, and the guy doesn't know what he has. Or he's got all these Super Nintendo games that are worth a lot of money. And he goes, well, you know, uh, let me me buy the whole lot for $100. Okay. Knowing they're worth, knowing he could get $5,000 for that whole lot. But I'll I'll give you $100 for the whole thing. Sure, man. And you go home. Oh, look at the score I got. You know, come on, man. You know, I, I've seen. I remember those videos back in the day. It's not even really back in the day. It's only been a few years. I've seen mm-hmm. a video where they go to a, a flea market somewhere. This guy selling video games. I want to buy this box of games. He has a bunch of rare prototypes and stuff. It is like, yeah, man. I want to, I'll give you. T- uh, you could buy. I'll sell it to you for ten bucks. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> the top game on the top is worth five hundred dollars. But you go talk about. You go give me ten ten bucks or a hundred bucks. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I know you. I know you've seen those videos. Oh, I have, and I totally each of them. I look at them. I'm like, this. This shit is staged as hell. 
it's, it's so fucking you like really just out in the open mm-hmm. or oh, there's a random box under the table oh this is all the good stuff Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever, man. It's, but I, the worst, though, which got me worried is the ones that people don't know about that they will intentionally buy and destroy games to make them more rare. See, that is another level of... I, that's a level where I want to go and Jay and Silent Bob somebody. Mm-hmm. Or the guys, or the people who do, ooh, I just bought a PlayStation 5, a launch PlayStation 5. Ooh, I'm going to run it over my car. For oh, what? Yeah. For what? So you can have a thousand people in your comments calling you an idiot? Here's my mm-hmm. Xbox One X. I'm going to have it run over by a steamroller. <laughs> I'm going to throw it through a wood chipper. Yeah, they do that. They do that shit all the time. I'm just like, come I bought on. seven PS5s. I'm going to break all of them. Oh, why? I don't know. <laughs> Why so you why so the YouTube video dies and you don't make the money off YouTube that you paid for the system? Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's just I just, I just yeah I I get it man I I get it I I, I really Cartman's everywhere. I get it man. Um so okay Shadow did you get a pocket? I got two pockets. Wow. Okay. I got black so, and white. I don't understand. So my buddy goes, the analog pockets you can buy. I'm like, no, you can't. He goes, yeah, you can. I said, no, you, dude, you're crazy. And yeah, pre-order. Yeah, it, and it, no, it was a pre-order. They were, they were on sale. They were, it was like a, it was like a couple of days. I was like, why did I not know about this? And on went, uh, yeah, let, let me look because these are pre-orders. The ones, the ones I saw were, uh, I don't think they were. Pre- well, maybe they were. But what what happened was analog originally maybe like last year or two years ago threw up the pockets for sale. People bought them. There was a stretch of people in the beginning that got theirs, and then there were a couple of people behind from that original sale that were on like back order. When those units were finally being shipped out recently, that same day analog put up the pocket for sale again. But with See, pre-order windows, and depending on how fast you got it, you would get different pre-order windows. I was I was looking at a tweet earlier. Someone was saying, "Oh, I'm so angry. You know, I pre-ordered it. You know, on day of whatever the date was, the 15th or whatever the date was. Right. Um, and at the minute that he bought it, it was telling him that he's going to get it Q4 2023. <laughs> so is that the that so? So I'm sitting here. I was able to. I was able to forget one, but my card wouldn't. I, I couldn't get it with my card. I don't know why, why. I didn't like. I didn't like my card. I don't know why. Was and it maybe so, like a fraud protection on your card? I don't know because they didn't like the analog, you know, whatever payment system. Maybe I don't know, but I'm sitting here like I want. I I I want one, but I'm sitting there thinking, will I actually? Oh yeah. I, so like, here, look. I, I pulled up my order because I'm trying to see what I I bought. I spent I spent about a thousand dollars on this. Oh I got God. I got two pockets. I got two of everything, two pockets, two hard cases, screen protector, charger, Game Gear cartridge adapter, pocket link cable, USB C, whatever, whatever. Um, two docks. It's you know the docks were like a hundred dollars each. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I bought it literally within a minute and twenty seconds of it going up. Um, just going through like the payment system and all of that stuff. Right. Um, 
My order is confirmed of Group B, which is Q4 of 2022. That's when I'm going to get this. But you already paid for it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of this stuff you always pay in advance. It's a pre-order, but you're paying up front. Right. Kind of like, you know, limited run games or something. See, I kind of, I mean, I want one just because of, but should I just go, should I just get my Game Gear modded? (laughs) I was like, should I even do that? I mean... Well, you just got to really, you got to ask yourself this. Are you really going to play it? And the part that got me questioning mine is because Konami released the the Castlevania Advance Collection digitally on PS4 and and Switch and whatnot. So for me, I'm like, half of my reason for getting a pocket is gone now because Konami just re-released it. So now, why am I getting a pocket? To play my TurboGrafx games as Turbo Express to play the three Game Gear games that I have. You know, like the small handful of Game Gear games. And see, the thing I have 30 Game Gear games. Right. I don't have a lot of those. But so each of these consoles, you got to have adapters. I don't have a Neo Geo Pocket. Don't have no games. Not getting that adapter. Not going to get into that console see, as a collection. The thing is, I have all of those. I mean, I have Lynx games. Will I, I do buy have Lynx games. Will I, have I buy a Lynx adapter? Will I buy a Lynx, Lynx adapter? Probably not. Right. Because my Lynx still works, so right. I don't have a problem. My turbo, the turbo graphics, though, um, I might do that, even though I want to get a duo. I want to get an analog duo. Now that I'm will that I'm gonna pay for. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm gonna, down for that duo. I'm getting that duo. I don't give a damn what is going on. I'm getting that duo. The only I thing w- I can say is this. If you legit actually going to play these old cartridges. That's the thing, though. It might bring new life to my... I mean, I found out... I just found out I had a a one uh, Game Boy Advance 101 that I didn't even think worked. And I bought a new battery for it. It works like a charm. I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. How'd you get a new battery for it? I just ordered one off Amazon. Oh, it's like some like third party? My buddy was like, dude, they, he said they... If you just, just pay... He told me to get a certain brand... Uh-huh. And I I bought it was like, God it was like six dollars. And I I bought, got it and it, it I thought the motherboard had died. I didn't know what was going on with this with this. Eight See that's that's one of my projects I got to do. I got to open up all my old handhelds and take their batteries out. Like I already cleared out my PSP, um, but like some of the older ones like my uh, See, now, SP. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm trying to find another. I'm trying to find a, a PSP either two thousand or three thousand. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to buy it. Like there's a ton of them on Facebook and people are like, oh yeah, yeah, it's. I'm like, I gotta see it turned on. Right. I gotta, I gotta look at that screen. I gotta yeah, I wish Analog would release a PSP FPGA because that disc drive on the PSP is delicate. Dude, mine. I'm telling you, I could go get mine and play it for you, and you would be like, what is that? A car? No. That thing sounds like. It's like, bro, my Xbox 360. So I have an Xbox 360 Elite. It's not an OG OG Xbox, but it was like the the, the second one that came out. It was all black. Right. The disk drive don't work, bro. It's dead. And I ain't even put that many hours into it. See, my buddy who fixes Xboxes told me the perfect, because I kept buying them. I bought them used. And I kept buying them, and they kept red ringing. He goes, look, I'm going to tell you which one to buy. He told me exactly which one to buy. I had to go look at the model number on the back of the system, on the back of the box, everything. He told me to get a certain model Elite. He said, get this one. This one is the one with the new chipset that will not red ring. 
I'm like, you sure? Yeah, I got. Okay. I ended up getting Dude, a. Uh, I got one of the one. last editions of the 360. I think I, it was called like the 360s or something like that. It see, was all black. See, that's the slim. I didn't get the slim. I got the. I got the elite right before that was came out. Dude, mm. I've had this thing for ten years. Never an issue. That's great. This drive works perfectly. I'm scared to like. I packed it up. It's still box. It's still in the box right now. I'm afraid to take it out of the box and plug it up. I'm afraid it's gonna fuck up. <laughs> because I, I when I I because I never moved it. I said, dude, I'm not moving this thing. I'm not doing anything to this thing. I don't care what I'm, I don't care whatever else anything else anything. Else, I'm not gonna let this thing mess up. And it has not nothing. There, no issue with it at all. None. I'm just like, I don't know, man. But I but I, I got lucky. He sent me that. He told me exactly which one to get, and I got it. I never had a problem. Now, here's a real question, though. Do you have any 360 games that are not backwards compatible on, on, on your uh, X or series or series, whatever? There's there's like 15. See, I haven't checked backwards compatibility yet on mine. I, I checked them a couple like a few years ago, but there's like last time I checked, it was like like 15 or 20 games that I had that did that weren't backwards compatible. Right. And I, think I have a lot were, of 360 games. I just don't know which ones are backwards compatible or not. I have. It's my OG Xbox games I worry about the most. But the backwards compatibility, or yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing with me. But I still have my. I have two original Xboxes, so. I mean, yeah, me too. I still got my, my Halo edition, but my that's my problem. I mean, I mean, I understand the the, the, the the preservation and all that. You try to keep the game safe. That way, the games are you know, like 360 games are trying to go back up a little bit but they're not uh original xbox is is creeping up if you don't have the if you don't have the original xbox games you that you've been wanting now you better start looking because that shit's about to go up no i don't think there's any games that i don't have that i want i'm still finding i'm still trying to find bullet witch i don't even know what that is oh that was a that's a great game (laughs) great great you you want to know what i read the other day since we were talking about rarity and, and collectibles and stuff, there's some wrestler out there who's trying to buy all the copies of Sneak King, the Burger King Xbox 360. He game. already did. He bought like 4,000 copies of it or something. Right. He has a shit ton of them, whatever. And, you know, by doing that, he's creating this, you know, demand or whatever. So I'm straight up like, I will sell him mine if he wants to give me $5 million for it. Otherwise, I'll be the last motherfucker left with holding a copy. Dude, I got I got two copies of Sneak King right now. I'm still sitting on. I am Sneak King by far is probably my favorite stealth game in the world. Cause it's it's that's what it's about. It's just crazy. James, you what? ever played any of those Burger King games? Uh, no. I know I I know of them and I saw them, but I never. I don't think I ever I ever got them. No. <laughs> Sneak King is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are kind of. Quirky little fun games. They're quirky games, but they're, they're... what I always wondered though, as much as I liked the game, it never gave me a craving for a Whopper. <laughs> so it failed no, in its it was, mission. No, to because make it's, you go no, to because it's King. no, because it was so tedious. You're just like, oh fuck this shit. But that was the that was probably one of the proudest achievement com- completions on my profile on Xbox is when well, I got the last achievement on Sneaking. I mean, you just play the game, and you you just play the game for like ten minutes. You get all the achievements. No way, bro. There was one the the one achievement 
you had to be like 99.99999% perfect on one specific level. You had to be like, I think you get ranked based on how fast you, you, you do the levels or something like that. So there yeah. was one level that's like the most problematic because you had to basically be perfect. Damn. And once I got that, I was like, I'm done. But I kept playing the game because I just loved sneaking up on people and be like, go, you, go, go eat some Burger King, son. Nice. I don't know why. Yeah, I just love the stealth aspect of it. Yeah, I have all three. I think I have all three of the Burger King games. Yeah, Big Bumpin' and uh, Big Bumpin', what was the other one? Uh, Big Bumpin', Sneak King, and... Uh, Pocket Racer? Yeah, Pocket Racer. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, that's what it was. Look, those names are crazy. Great job. But they were cool. They were cool little games, though. They were, I mean, they weren't even really like little games. They were like full fledged games. Yeah, one of them was like Mario Kart. Yeah. I mean, uh, Big Bumpin' was, Big Bumpin' was fun. You want to know what other like this type of like commercial garbage type game that I enjoyed? Toyota had a game on Xbox 360. Oh, my Xbox God, Live the Arcade. Yaris game. Oh, Yaris. Oh, I had fun playing that. That oh, game, drove. Okay, you know, um, one game that I really liked, you know, that was kind of like that was was Chex Quest. Yes, See, that. that was that was all right. Chex Quest. <laughs> that was all right. Doom. It's it's just Doom. It's just a, a Chex skin of Doom, like for no, yeah. like for really no reason. But it's just like here. <laughs> they got they and then they, they, that, uh, that, uh, wait, the uh wait the Doritos so I, game was dope too. Shadow. Oh I, I yeah. Watched I watched John Oliver talk about it. He was talking about the Chex Quest game. And he said that like apparently yeah. they had like they was they were talking to he talked to the, the developers and they said that they had like this teenager working like twelve hours straight just you know doing the work and they got it all done and that's how they got you know Chex Quest to look so good and like be like Doom because they got this 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 teenager See, to do all the work. He kind of shit he kind of shit on the spot game, which I was kind of like, dude, come on man, he you did, didn't even play he this, did, yeah. you didn't even play this game. Shut the fuck up. Um... <laughs> But no, Cool Spot was a dope ass game. Cool Spot, <laughs> yeah. Cool Spot was a dope ass game. That was a version. That was a, uh, a shiny entertainment game. If it uh, wasn't for Cheetos, had a game too. Hey, Chester if it wasn't for if it wasn't yeah, if it wasn't for Cool Spot, you wouldn't have a a Disney uh, Aladdin for Genesis. I'll tell you that. Really? They created that's the same team that did Cool Spot did Aladdin for. But Genesis. I didn't realize the success of Cool Spot allowed them to do the Disney game. Yeah. It was a cool game. They go because that gave them their chops. Because uh, if you play, if you watch gameplay of that game, the game was the game broke the fourth wall, like like the like Bubsy did, and a lot of those games did. Sonic like Sonic did, you know Sonic would pop, you know you you wouldn't move the controller for so long, and Sonic would be like, all right man, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Yo, on doing? Sega CD, if you waited, I think like ten minutes, Sonic. Some Japanese voice actor, yeah, says I'm out of here, and then he jumps off the screen. He instant game yep. over. Yep. One of them. Uh, one of them. One of them. He has some re- little time. He needs to go. Yeah. One of them. One of the characters. I forgot what script. What, what game it was. They actually tap. They actually tap the TV, and you can hear him ding, 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 ding. It's like. Is it Mario? It's not Mario. That. That sounds familiar. I'm trying yeah. to picture it. I can't remember. I, I who... know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I remember hearing that. Yeah. Was it Mario? I don't think. It wasn't Mario. It was not Mario. Mario goes to sleep and starts talking yeah, about Lingini and spaghetti. 
He's like, oh, oh, oh. He's just talking to himself. Oh, oh, oh. Um, let me think. I can't remember what. Damn, it, that's it actually something more character. recent with the. It screen needs to pattern. be some sort of like snarky, snarky asshole character, right? Like, yeah. Um, it's the. While you pose. think about that, how about you think about Yo Noid for the NES? There we go. I think was it no was it which ah, it was Yo Noid. Which one was it though? I can't remember. Yeah, I Bubsy. Remember I think Bubsy is what it tapped the screen. I think pub. I think Bubsy taps the screen. Oh well, Games Radar actually has a listing for all of them. Okay. Because I mean, once once Sonic did it, oh, that was it. That's what everybody. That's what everybody did it. Can we rewind for a second, James? I wanted to ask you what, what? your thoughts were on those visual novel games and like the content that we were talking about. Oh, I mean. Yeah, those kind of games, they're with, like, the multiple paths. Um, yeah, like, how do you feel about, like, that, that game? I don't even remember the name now. Shirin or something Sh- like that? Sh- Shinrai. Shinrai. With, like, the 14-year-old oh. kids fapping and stuff like that. That's Yeah, that, I, I don't know. That feels that feels like a weird a weird thing for them to, you know, <laughs> jump, you know, like, jump into. It's like, it's like yeah, because, like, when I was young, I was, like, talking about that kind of stuff. I mean, I know, obviously, like, there's probably, like, I know there's, like, some, there's, like, a moment... Um, one birthday where like, you know, I woke like they all woke up um and I was still asleep and they were like, James, James and I'm like, What? He's like, You got a tent in your pants and I'm like, Oh shit, sorry dudes. But like I don't think like I I, I ever I never remember like any of us saying things like that, like fapping right. like who's who's like really doing that? Like when you're fourteen, you're not saying that kind of stuff. You're like How would you react yeah. if you was playing like Dong and Rampa or something and then all of a sudden like that evil teddy bear is like talking about fapping? I mean, he does kind of say some some weird things that you're like, oh. I mean, okay, honestly, honestly, I will say, I will. In the third game, in the third game, there is this one character who is like way too crude, like, and it's a it's a it's a girl too though, and she says like that these like horrible things, and she's like making like these jokes, and then um like she eventually like you know is she dies, and Monokuma he comes out and he's like he's like. Now that bitch is dead, I can say what I want. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> he starts like Damn. cursing it, and it's just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> but yeah, she says like wow. some really like really like very Wait, sexual. Wait, he called thing. he he called her the b word for real. I think it's something like that. I don't wow. know. Something like that, but like like this character, like she was talking a lot about like dicks and stuff, and like making all these like dick jokes and all these like you know saying like her boobs are great and and you know. People, Holy she, she, uh, shit! Oh, what wow. was it? What was it? it? Was something like um, they called her like, like a some some sort of like really like perverted thing, and she was like she like was so happy. It was just like, oh my gosh, you finally called me that. Somebody finally called me that. And I was like, mm. wow. It was some sort of like like uh oh, cum dumpster. I was like, really? Wow. I was yeah yeah. She she goes she, she somebody uh one of the characters is like. Shut the fuck up, you cum dumpster! And she's like, "Oh my gosh, somebody finally called me a cum dumpster!" And I was just like, "Oh, wait, wait, finally, okay, wow, that leaves me speechless. How did that get? Like, how did they get away with that?" I and it's no, and okay, no, no. Also, also, so listen, here's here's the thing. 
this this also took place during one of the class trials, so it was a voice acted line. How old are these characters in the game? Characters are like like See? sixteen to eighteen, something like that. You know. Okay. So I'm just that's, there like that's a little better than what that Shinra game does, but it's but still, still not good. though. It's not, right, it's not much better. Like. Not much. No, better. no, but like, especially with like the actual like voice acting line, like like a voice actress actually like said the line. Oh my gosh, it was finally called a come up certain just like they're like yeah, like mm. that would make me uncomfortable to hear that mm. in a game. Like, what game is this? I don't know, like, but what? at the same time, like, but uh, just to uh, but play really, really, honestly, honestly, with like the branching paths and all that stuff, like. You know, you don't have to like if you don't want if you're if the game isn't that interesting and you don't want to see all those those branching paths, then you're not likely. I mean, that's why clearly nobody you know saw it, especially if they figured out you know how to get the best ending. And right. you know, when you play visual novels, if they're you know that intense and that deep, then you're you know oftentimes people look for the the quickest way to end it, you know, and they just want to see the best ending because there's all you know with games like that with multiple endings, there's always the chance of like fluff and BS that doesn't really make sense. And if you want to play, you know, and if you want to leave the game with like a good memory, you you know, you want to shoot for the best or maybe the worst, I guess, if you really want that, you know, bad ending idea. Um, so I, think I it's will like, say this just to be unbiased and fair so that I'm not just targeting the N word. I feel like I'm not entirely surprised, you know, because like even as a kid, I remember I don't remember where I was a bowling alley or something like that. But it was some place that had some kind of like arcade puzzle game that like if you did well, it was porn. Like you could unlock like the the wallpaper would be covered by like a match three or a card game or something. But the wallpaper was like a naked a naked female. Yeah, and, that's, um, that's how. Um, um, oh, my God. I just mentioned on a couple episodes ago. Um, damn it can't remember it now so like uh, that or even like on the pc some of them old school pc games like leisure suit larry that game is like obnoxiously horny and it's like yeah. mad innuendo the only time that i wasn't really made uncomfortable by a game being like that was actually super princess peach yeah because even the ending is basically like Princess Peach with a vibrator. Not using it, but like like when you really think about the game, you're like, holy crap. And then when you think about the ending, you're like, oh, is is that her vibrator? <laughs> like, that's the craziest thing about... People don't realize they play Super Princess Peach, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Go, go, go on YouTube, watch the ending or whatever, and you're going to see. And you're going to be like, holy crap, this changes the game. And like... I found that to be hilarious. That's the only time that I wasn't uncomfortable by something like way too sexy. And, I, and I'm the furthest thing from a prude. I just find it weird in a video game. Like my brain is way too like when it comes to sex and stuff like that. It it has to be real life. Even like fan service on anime. I'm just like, that's weird. That's tacky. Like I just don't understand it. But in a video game, this is like where I have to interact with it directly. Then it's like, all right, now I'm uncomfortable because like, why am I having to participate in this? You know, if the developer wanted to go that route, fine. But like, I don't want to. Like, there was one game. What was it called? Sin. 
it was like a PS1 era. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. There's like, I don't know if it was an Easter egg or part of the game or what, but you could look on a surveillance camera and the final boss is naked in a jacuzzi, like rubbing herself. And I'm like, all right, that's 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 like fun to have an Easter egg like that in like this Duke <laughs> Nuke in this Duke Nukem 3D era of video games and raunchiness and you know yeah. shaky baby. But like even the Duke Nukem stuff, like you know, giving a stripper money and telling her to shake it, like even that for me, I was just like, man. I, I get why it's happening because they're pushing envelopes, especially in the 90s when the government was really trying to, like, say violent video games and Mortal Kombat was like, you know, it was like kind of giving the middle finger to the government who just was oblivious to video games. But just certain things, I just feel like mm, it's not me, man. Are I you can't... talking about the innuendos in the last in the Princess Peach game? Yeah, that game is full of innuendos. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't think about that. that I, what is that? A DS game, right? Super Princess yeah, DS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's the vibe Bro, scepter. That game is such innuendo. Like, I'm playing it, and I was old enough playing it. I'm just like, wait a second. This is a sexy game. Were, were they trying to sneak something past Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> I just thought it was... <laughs> I get it. I just thought it was... I was like... When you said that, I was like, wait, but what are they talking about? I said, I remember that. But I don't remember that. I had to look it up. I was like, oh, shit. I said, yeah, there's a vibe scepter. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the vibe scepter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, I I thought that was hilarious because I felt like the developer were, were getting one over on Nintendo. So, I laughed at that. I understood. But it was Nintendo getting over on Nintendo. Well, who made that game? I don't think it was a first-party developer. Yeah, it was – Um, hold on. I gotta look it up but i was looking at that yeah it's uh developed by tose published by nintendo yeah so who's tose tose, tose, got, party. tose got bought out by nintendo game and watch gallery series yeah tose yeah tose is on tose is on nintendo owns them well owns them now oh, they, they them? were they were developing the Game & Watch Gallery series, they made a bunch of Dragon Ball games, and mostly Nintendo products. They have co-developed over a thousand games since 1979, but never credited in the games themselves, other than Game & Watch Gallery 4 and yeah, Legendary yeah, Star. They so they were behind the scenes. So, right, again, I think that kind of fits into my thing, too. Like, here's a company never credited on on Nintendo's games and stuff, and then... Wait a minute. They're making Super Princess Peach. <laughs> wow, they... I didn't realize they co... They they helped develop Scarlet Nexus. Yeah? Resident Evil Zero, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII, King of Fighters XIV, Valkyrie Profile Lineth, Ultimate Goals and Ghosts. What? Wow. Starfy for Game Boy Advance. Um, Dragon Warriors Monsters, Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 re release on Game Boy Color. Um, no, I mean, Scarlet Nexus for PS4 and PS5. Uh, World of Final Fantasy for Vita. I forgot that game even came out on Vita. Princess Peach Sega Casino um, for DS. Starfy for DS. Dragon Quest Monsters Rocket Slime. Uh, the. Uh, Crash Mind Over Mutant. Um, 
Resident Evil, the, the Mercenaries 3D, a WarioWare Gold for 3DS, Code Veronica for Dreamcast. Jesus. Kid Icarus. Wow. NES Play Active Football, Mario's Tennis. Uh, wow. <coughs> Paper Mario Color Splash. That's a big and, list. That's a wow. The Famicom, Famicom Detective Club. Oh man. WarioWare get it WarioWare get it together. Wait a minute. <laughs> Chrono Trigger for PlayStation and Nintendo DS. Toze wow. did that? Wow. That's awesome. Shout out to Tose, bro. Final, 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 all the Final Fantasy games on Game Boy Advance and PlayStation. Amazing. Unsung Heroes. Vibe it up, Tose. Vibe it up. Damn. <laughs> Okami for Wii. <gasps> I love Breath Okami. Of the, hold on. The Switch port of Breath of the Wild. Wow. Damn. Wow. Okay. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, damn. I you. Tose. So maybe they were sneaking something past Nintendo. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that was, okay. Wow. But I, I will I will say this. Even if it makes me uncomfortable for these things, especially like the N-word or like if it's like rape scenes and stuff. I think I don't know any games that have that, but I wouldn't be like I wouldn't put it past there to be a game out there that's like that. The fact that Rockstar's Manhunt is probably my favorite game of all time. Yep. I can't really say too much about all these other games. Because that game is basically a murder fest, but it's yep. stealth. It is yep. a stealth-based game. And honestly, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> when I first saw, like, first of all, the whole game, you're being hunted by insane gang criminals, right? It's, Dude, it's the terrifying. fact that you can kill people with a plastic bag. Yo, when I first saw, I, I was like Dude. 19 years old, growing up in New York City, Brooklyn. And I'm getting chased by gangbangers, <laughs> and then I get to murk them with a plastic bag. It's I was wild. like, I felt Dude. so justified in my oh, life. Now, if you played it on the Wii, well, that was the sequel only. No, you played you played the Wii. They had the plastic bag on that version, and you and you do the bag. You take the Wii mode in the in the in the nunchuck, and wow. you do the movement. You yeah. yoke somebody up. You do the movement. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I was like, what? Yeah. Right. And so here I am, like, foaming at the mouth, loving Manhunt, where some people would question me, like, like, dude, you got violence issues or something? Like, what? what's up? You know, like, so I can't question people who like games with, like, crazy sexual content and people who like the N-word in their video games or whatever, because... I like yoke people, yoke people up with a plastic bag or like stab them with the eye with a glass shard. Yo, why not? You trying to come at me, son? I'm going to teach you what Brooklyn is about. Yeah. Manhunt was, was underrated. Uh, Yo, so let's happy new year. I'm going to try to have this put out tomorrow. I'm going to try to. Happy new year to everybody. I'm yes. Happy at, new year, uh, everybody. So basically, so basically um, the get Pete your Davis vibe scepters out. Yeah, get your vibe scepters out. Definitely. Uh <laughs> Do what you got to do, you know. Uh, R.I.P. Betty White. Yeah, 18 days before her 100th. That's crazy. 18. Uh, 
She was a pioneer, man. A pioneer. She was. And she was she she uh she was born before you know sliced bread, so she was cooler than sliced bread. <laughs> Betty White joke. was like one of, but she was like she was like. She was stealthy, bro. I, I'm telling you, the stealth stuff. This Man, lady she was, she was, was like dope. the warrior you ain't see coming in the yep, way oh, yeah. she was fighting society, like for women. Yeah, she Betty saved, White is she, like she, she bad. Led that, she's a true Wonder Woman, yo. She oh is. yeah, definitely. True but shouts out, shouts out to her. Rest in peace, Betty White. Rest in peace. Uh, all the girl to girls now, man. That's crazy. They all together again. Yep. And uh, let's just wrap it up because we're at two hours and what? No surprise there. No surprise. <laughs> yeah. Two, two hours and eight minutes. Yeah. No surprise. <laughs> I mean, you want to go to you want to go to two thirty? No, um, no, I still gotta work, man. <laughs> I gotta go to work too, man. I gotta go work tonight. I gotta, go to, I gotta take a nap before I go to work. Um. Yeah, um, I know. Oh hell no! I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to put this dude on blast on Twitter. Uh uh-uh. uh, you don't, you don't, you don't talk about Michigan, dude. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't play that. Oh, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming for blood, brother. Are you guys playing uh, anything this weekend? What are you doing for your New Year's weekend? Um, I don't know. I might crack open a couple of games I got that I haven't opened. I might catch up more on Animal Crossing. I might dive in again on Far Cry. Um. There was something else I wanted to play. I installed it. Um, I don't know if it was like Back for Blood or something else on my PS4. Yeah, I was gonna pay. I was gonna get Back for Blood for PS4, and um, they didn't have any copies. Bro, Back for Blood is completely cross-play, son. Oh hell, I play it on Xbox then. We can, you can you do hundred percent cross-play because Back for Blood has its own like user ID system. Okay. You could be on PC or console, and you could play with anybody on any console or PC. That'll work right there. So was... if you wanted to get it on Xbox, mean you could still play. Shit, yeah, you can do that. You just have to add each other in the game using that unique ID. Okay, sounds good. So that's like I feel like this is the the way of the future. Crossplay. That that does make sense. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's dude. why I mean that's why I mean I really haven't been playing my Xbox too much. Uh, or anything else, really. This, my Switch has been... It's because somebody will ask me for something in Animal Crossing and I'll get in and play it for a little bit. Then, Right, yeah. like I might want to do turnips again this Sunday. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> one, of my new, one of my new friends I just met, she had 522... I bought like, I bought like a million... I don't know how many. Dude, I don't know. And then, so I, I ended up making like 8 million on my, on my turnips. And then um, went to one of the groups that I'm in. This lady was given a giveaway of bells. She said, just empty your pockets and come in and pick whatever. And she had bells. I got 4 million bells. So I'm up to 90 million now. Wow. I did that all in one day. I did like 10, 12 million in one day. Wow. So, but uh, shouts out to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy, play what you enjoy. Happy New you guys Year, got any, You guys got any shout Stay out? home and stay safe, yo. This pandemic is getting worse again. Yeah, Omicron, man. Omicron. You it's, know but it's about. not. It's but it's not as the people I know that's got COVID now. They're not. They don't have it as long as when I had it. I had it for like three weeks. They're having it for like three, four days, maybe five, and then they're done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, and they don't, they don't get the, they get body aches and stuff like that, but hardly any fever. But it's just like a really, really bad cold. And a lot of, like my buddy had it. I he said, dude, I thought I was gonna die. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, really? Because yeah, that's how I felt. He said, yeah, but after a couple of days, I was good. I was like, okay. I said, but yeah, be careful out there, man. Keep mask up, man. And yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about vaccinations. Whatever. Do what you got to do. I'm getting my booster next week. Pop, pop you. Pop your, in January. Pop whatever yep. you need to pop your zinc or whatever and do that shit. But 2022, hopefully we'll bring you some good content. We're hoping on. I'm trying to. So yeah, let's work on a list of like best of 2021. Yeah, we're gonna work on that for next next week. So, or the yeah. best games we've played. They might not have yeah. come out in 2021. Yeah, well, I, yeah. And I was thinking stuff. stuff like maybe best memory from a video game in 2021, best music yeah. that you played. I was playing in. stuff that came out in 2019. So don't give me don't, don't play with me. So. I still have in my F, in my analog the the NT Mini. I was playing Goonies too. I ain't mentioned yeah. that, but like. I'll, I will occasionally fire that game up and play. It's probably like one of my favorites of all time. That is a good game. Very good. All right. Well, anybody got any more shout outs? Yeah, shout out to the world. The world, man, to everybody. Yeah. Shout out to the to the earth and all the aliens out there and everybody, yo. Hopefully 2022. Like us right now. Yeah. Bro, I was on the radio when I was like 16 years old giving shout outs on Hot 97 with Funkmaster Flex. Oh, there you go. And uh, I was like, yo, shout out to everybody on Earth, to all, to all the aliens out there, whatever. He's like, aliens? What are you writing a book? <laughs> <laughs> and remember, this is like at the height of like the X-Files and stuff. So I had him laughing at me. It That's was great. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shouts out to Analog. I'm going to try to order this. I'm going to try to pre-order this. Uh, you better bring that duo out pretty soon, man. I'm ready, I'm ready to get that. I want this pocket, but I'm going to wait on that because I don't I see, I got people that got extras and I'm trying to buy it from them, but they won't let me do it because they suck us. The thing about Analog's products, it is the Ferrari way to play classic games. The build quality on their consoles is unmatched. The only thing about, the, the only thing about getting the duo is I'm going to actually have to buy actual hardware now, and that's going to be a pain in the ass. What do you mean? I don't have many. I don't have hardly much turbografx stuff left. I just know I love my duo, and I will go buy. I have a few things. I still got my Dracula X and stuff. Well, like just that. so you know, Limited Run is is releasing Rondo as a reissue. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I think um, when does that go? When does that pre order go up? Is it already out? Yeah, they, ha- they haven't made any other mention besides E3, but like, yeah, I'm, yeah, it, it'll probably that. be cheaper than what you could get it on eBay. I'm, de- I'm definitely buying it. So. Right, and that's the Turbo Duo version of the game, the PC Engine version. Right, right. So I think what they're working on is the English translation. Maybe they'll have, like, in the game you can choose between Japanese and English. But I hope they keep the original. The They have to keep the original intro and everything. They have to keep the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't I, like, like the new... I'm not sure if they're going to basically port the PSP version of it. They don't. Or if they're not. taking the original Japanese and using like you know a language mod or you know it's something that people have released in the past and just keeping the game original but converting the text because i don't original, i don't know how they're approaching the original is so different the original yeah it's just so much different than the, the re-releases and it's just i just hope they keep that because mm-hmm. it's just 
And you can look it up on YouTube. It's just, yeah, it's, even though I've got it on like four different platforms, which is ridiculous, but, you know, we'll see. James, All what right. are you playing this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to just look Danger at the Rampa? games. You know. I mean, I'll play some more Dangarampa S. And I do want to play some more of it because I want to, I want to, you know, keep because I'm still working on my, I'm getting Pokemon Quest out of my top 25. Um, <laughs> that that's gonna be a forever goal now. It'll just be like working. Yeah, to I get thought it you over. were gonna get that done by 2021. By the end. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Uh, it's close. It's very, it's like, it's like very close. But I just Dangarampa is just more than I was expecting. So. Well, if I, uh, if I'm around, I'll, uh, I'll install Deathloop. Oh, actually, I already have it installed. Yeah, um, you said so that. we can play that. Yeah. Oh man, they got wind jammers too. Come on, limited run. You killing wow, me? Wow, wow, wow. You, what's I wrong I, with wind jammers? I, I know. I, no, I love wind jammers. I'm just like, ah, oh, there's another game I want to buy. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with 2022, everybody. And yeah. we will be around. We'll still be there. And um, we're probably going to start a limited Animal Crossing podcast. So it's probably going to be a few episodes, maybe, I'm looking at maybe 10, 13, something like that. But uh, I mentioned it in a couple of groups, and they're actually very interested. So I might try to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know who's going to be on it. I don't know. We'll just figure yeah, what it out. kind of format, whatever. But I do like, um, let me shout them out real quick. Uh, I've got to put them in there. Um, Pocket Pod? Is that, I think that's, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I gotta look it up and see if it's it. Yeah, Pocket Pod, the the Pocket Pod. I'm gonna shout them out. Um, I've linked them in our in our uh, thing. There is an Animal Crossing podcast. These three three ladies are playing the game, and they're doing the podcast as they're playing the game with each other. Oh, that's and awesome. it's it's really cool. It's really cool. It, it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, you guys have a good 2021. Happy New Year's. I mean, 2022. Hope 2022 was better than the last year. And peace, peace, peace. Take it easy.